0: Hi, welcome to Mech
1: Metro Perspective. Me- <laughs> hey, welcome to Metrospective. We like robots and so do you.
0: <laughs> I hope. I
1: hope. You hate robots, what the fuck are you doing
0: here? Maybe. Fuck you,
1: dude. No no no.
0: Okay, maybe <laughs> maybe like in the far future when we've when we've amassed an army, people will be like, Okay, I know I know that you hate like mecha stuff, but listen to these guys, they'll sell you on it, and we open with Hey, fuck you if you don't like robots. <laughs>
1: In our first episode, because that's where they're going to go. Like <laughs> exactly, because you got to listen to the first one, I guess. especially because
0: we're because we're doing we're doing um you know the the mobile suit Gundam 0079. Yeah,
1: we are, we are. Uh,
0: uh and this, I feel like is this our intro. <laughs> yes, okay. we're going. We're rolling. Oh, uh, we're rolling. Okay. So, um, well, first of all, before we get into what we're doing today, uh, I'm Tooch. I'm Devin, and uh, we super dig super robots. I dig you, well,
1: to explain, there are two subgenres of, of giant robot anime. Okay, there's see. the
0: We're just going right into it then. There's the
1: super robots, which are, you know, your Mazingers and your Getters and your Gurren Logons.
0: Basically your big, inconceivable, like dumb toy selling mechs that just wanna rocketo punchy everything to death with stock footage galore. I love them. Those are my favorite.
1: I am more of a real robot fan, where the mechs are nothing more, th- are nothing more than glorified fighter jets, really, but they're still fucking awesome.
0: Yeah, fighter jets or tanks or, like, basically, like, big Weapon. big soldiers.
1: Yeah. So, you know, stuff along the lines of Gundam, Macross, Votoms, Armored Corps.
0: You probably heard of that first one, he said, Gundam, and then the rest, you just sort of faded out and just sort of stared Robotech. at the Robotech! <laughs> <I'm> no <gonna> puke. <laughs> for those that don't know, Robotech was a North American mishmash of several shows that it's don't right. go together.
1: Only because they had the same character in Mech Designers.
0: Yeah, but uh, we'll get into that when we talk about Macross. Exactly. Um, but for now, we're talking about uh, The Granddaddy of Mechs. Big, oh, big opening episode. We might as well talk about the original Mobile Suit Gundam, but we'll be referring to uh, the trilogy of films that they made. Uh,
1: mostly because uh, you know it's easier to marathon three movies than forty-three episodes, and on such short notice, and also the movies have a have much better pacing and animation. As opposed to the original show, even though most of most of the movies are stock footage of the show, yeah. But the plot progresses at a much much more natural pace, and a you lot get,
0: of the you get rid of a lot of the episodic the, stuff. One of the a lot of the goofy one-off episodes. Although I am sad that they cut out uh, Karate Zaku. Maybe we'll go and focus on stuff that wasn't covered in the in, yeah, the, it, in
1: the movies. That's later, what I want to do we're at a later be... point in time. But for now, we're just going to focus on the main like core plot of the series.
0: Yeah, yeah. But before uh, before we get into the movies, like, what we're going to do is we're going to Watch each one and then do a chunk of the podcast. And then go back and watch the other one and talk to you. We're gonna keep you up to speed. We're gonna we're gonna bring you through this journey. But before we do that, uh, let's talk about ourselves. What got us into Super Robots. You want to go first?
1: Uh sure. Uh, my first experience with the mecha genre had to be probably either Gundam Wing or G Gundam, and I have very most ha- people. I have very, very harsh opinions on Gundam Wings that Tooch disagrees with, but I
0: I'm seeing... but we, we rewatched it recently and you softened a great deal.
1: I softened it's it's I have to I have to like kind of psychologically differentiate it from a Gundam show.
0: <laughs> right. No like it's, me it's, too it's,
1: but like G Gundam is so ridiculous that you don't really even need to do that. Does this chair
0: raise up? Because I'm like a good two like a foot below you and this feels weird.
1: Uh yeah, we'll have to deal with that for now.
0: <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs>
1: Um, but uh yeah, our recording studio is not is non existent.
0: Nope, it's your it's your bedroom. <laughs>
1: it is my it is my bedroom. Uh but uh G Gundam got me pretty much into robots as an eight year old. Tooch is is a little bit older than me. I uh, guess you're about you four years older than me. I think you're twenty I'm, I just turned twenty, so I
0: just turned uh, twenty four.
1: So you're four years older than me, so yeah. So we're uh so teachers, it was a little bit older than me, but I, I, I had, I had vague memories of Gundam Wayne growing up, and so I rewatched it in middle school and was like, "Yeah, this is the hype of shit." And then I, uh, that kind of sparked a note, a-, a note in me that I wanted to watch every Gundam series, and then until, and so that took me like from sixth grade to ninth grade of high school to do, and I did it. And I still, admit, I still have some gaps in my Gundam vocabulary.
0: Right, of course.
1: Particularly Victory, and I only recently finished Double Zeta.
0: This is one of the reasons we started this. Cause like Paris we both Asia. we both just want to marathon everything mecha.
1: And so I'm also a big fan of the Super Robot Wars games, which while uh, not being the greatest games ever, it doesn't fucking matter. They're Super no. Robot Wars. That
0: super like again, we'll do an episode exclusively on that franchise. But
1: uh, th- those have also kind of increased my mecha vocabulary, just because of how many crossovers exist, and I'm like, that's yeah. a cool robot. What's that from? Then I'll watch the anime.
0: Yeah, because that that's basically fan service the RPG.
1: Yeah, and if you don't know something, you're just like, what is that? That's cool. I like that thing. You, you, you look watch into the it. Anime.
0: Yeah. Um, although although obviously they're rarely. Sorry. They're rarely never never officially translated, except for one game that was just original original yeah, non crossover stuff. Two
1: two of them two of them were three if you count one of the spinoffs, but that's a different story.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, uh, so for me, uh, yeah, I'm I'm the same as basically most. Most uh, North American children from the 90s, kids from the anybody anybody from, anybody from the 80s into Mech would be you know Transformers. You're, you're, well, Transformers, but Robotech. Transformers, Robotech, Voltron, Voltron, definitely Voltron, or uh, King Go or Go Lion, G- as King, of beasts, Go Lion. King of Beasts, Golion. and a lot like. The it's Go Lion, I, I've always liked five, this. It's a pun because five lions. Because Go is five in Japanese. Yeah. I always, I love a good, yeah. I love a good Japanese pun that's easy to explain. Because most of them are not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the are going to holding an umbrella in the scene with a kappa mouth. Is because you know this word, because the word for ramen eater also can be translated as pervert, which also be translated as kappa. I mean, yeah, that's but um, not true at all.
0: <laughs> obviously, my first, uh, yeah, my first exposure to, Gun- to Gundam specifically and robots in general. Although I always knew about. Oh no, actually, um. I, the, my earliest, my earliest mecha memory uh, would be the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah, I, you know? I was ever
1: a fan of Toku until like last year. Yeah,
0: and I, I, I didn't even know Toku was a thing until like maybe like 2009, I want to mm-hmm. say maybe, with like because like you know the whole review, the whole that guy with the glasses review reverse exploded, and a couple people exclusively did Tokusatsu stuff, and I was yeah. like, oh, this is like a thing. It's like a genre. Yeah. I'm all, I'm all about it. Uh Zoo so
1: uh, Z- Ranger or Z- uh, yeah. Morphin Power Rangers. Mighty Morphin
0: Power Rangers, which took all of its battle battle footage uh, from Kyoryu Sentai Zyudenja, yeah, and uh, which is which is great. I still want to go back and watch that. It's but, but um, not the
1: best, but a lot of people like it a lot.
0: Well, of course they like it a lot. Yeah. But anyway, um, so it was that stuff. I remember growing up. Again, uh, this seg this segs into you know, because if you're a mech fan, you probably get toys, toys yeah. and toys and models and figures. I and... never actually
1: got Gundam toys ever. I just, I could, Me like, neither. I had I had a toy I had, to wing. S- I had so I had. But it came apart. I had it. I had some I try. had some G toys, but like they were never any of the main. You- They're always like the throwaway. Like, yeah, it was like the Tequila Gundam or like the John Bull. I had the John Bull Gundam. That's what God, I
0: had. If you had a Tequila Gundam, I'd be jealous.
1: I had I had the, I had the Yamato Gundam and the um. And the John Bull gun, which was the British one, with like the big like, right? And then uh, with the big like, you know, poofy like Royal Guard hat. Mm-hmm. And then I had the uh, the one that Master Asia had with like the sashes. I had that. Oh, one.
0: cool. But um, but yeah, like growing up, I had to have and a few Transformers. Yeah, uh, yeah. I had well, I grew up, well, I grew up with Beast Wars. Was more our speed. That's... I I grew up with
1: Armada, but I'm, yeah. you're you're older than me.
0: Yeah, but um, but yeah, uh, so I had a lot of Beast Wars. I had a lot of, I basically had li- literally every Megazord. From Ninja up to, I'm pretty sure, whatever came before Wild Force, probably. Because I know for a fact it didn't ah. have the Wild Force ones. But anyway, I had a lot of them. I loved the ever-living crap out of them. I loved transforming them. and, and But you know what? You know, I just remembered, even back then, whenever I would get them out of the box, after, after the Ninja Zord ones, I was like... I'm just throwing these stickers away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two trees We got a, a, a Gun, We'll talk about Gunpla. I think later. Yeah, we'll talk about Gunpla. Let's let's wait till Gunpla for like the end. Uh, I
1: guess I guess after we'll do the first movie. I'll give a. Actually, should I just, we can, can just do the hist-
0: The brief could, brief we could, history. We could probably do a whole episode on Gunpla.
1: Probably. Well, like so. Basically, the brief history of Gundam was that there's a. a it was the dawn of the real robot, as opposed to the super robots we said earlier.
0: Yeah, super, where, like earlier super robots were very much like, uh. Monster of the
1: Week, beat the bad guy, yell at your attack name. Stock
0: footage attacks.
1: Very, very manly, like all, all, all your manly spirit will defeat the believe, enemy. Believe,
0: believe in the heart of the cards before there was the heart of the cards. Believe in the heart of the getter. <laughs> yes, believe in the heart of your robot.
1: And, uh, but so where Tomino. He directed the series Zambot 3, Dait- Daitarn well, 3. Well, the,
0: the, the creator of Gundam... Y- y- Yoshiyuki
1: Tomino, who yeah. also was, uh, got his start animating, uh, making anime adaptations of Tezuka manga. Oh, cool. That's where he got his start, actually. Oh, yeah. He would make the anime
0: adaptations. Yeah, Tez... I'm, I literally... I'm just... I like to be as inclusive as possible. Osama Tezuka basically invented anime and manga. More go, manga. Go, go Google him. Yeah, he... Like, Astro Boy is his creation. Or, fucking Adam... I don't forget I forget Astro Boy's real name. But Astro Boy is basically like the Mickey Mouse of Japan. Just well, if you don't know who Tessica is, go Google him. Like, actually, that's probably Hello Kitty. I feel like me. I feel like the Toon Goons and I had a discussion on this. I do a. I do a podcast. Mo- we we've covered a lot. We cover anime on the show, but mostly we do North American animation. Uh, the Toon Goons. Oh, whatever. Yeah, but but I, I wanted to do this show about Mecca, so I called up my best buddy Dev, who who me and him waste money on toys <laughs> toys together with <laughs> but yeah um so back in the 70s when when mecha anime basically existed to sell toys tomino was like you know what let's do something with this
1: so he decided he wanted to make a show that was where it was it was it was a lot more gray than you know black and white there were good guys and bad guys but like not everybody on one side was good not everybody on one side was evil and so he he. The Gundam was a, all he. He originally wanted to make the Gundam just like instead of the titular like you know how it's white, red, and yellow and blue. He originally wanted to make it just gunmetal gray and black. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to kill the main character halfway through, and like and but so they had to kind of reel him back. And so they added a lot of stuff that was really a lot more Super Robot. Like in the TV show as opposed to the movie, the Gundam had a weapon that was like a big mace, and he would go Gundamuha, <laughs> and like and, like, would, like, toss this huge mace around, but, like, that was cut... But Toby and I didn't like that, so he had a lot more control over the... Yeah. ...over the movies, and so... Because of how dark on them was, nobody watched it, because, you know... Sh- Adults were kind of like, "This is ro, these are giant robots. That's for children," and kind of walked away. And the, and, and the
0: children were like, "What is what?" Like, and the children were like, "I would rather not have existential crisis in, the, in, in Saturday morning while I'm trying to eat I my rather, cereal.
1: I would rather not have. I would rather not see, watch a 15 year old suffer from PTSD." Yes. So, but then a phenomena called Gunpla happened because as a, a last ditch effort with their with their money, they decided that you need some merchandise. They didn't have any merchandise, so what they did was they decided we're going to start making model kits. And you know who like model kits? Not children, adults. So adults are buying these model kits, and then they're like, "I better check out this show." Yeah. They did. The show was almost canceled. Uh, it was going to have a fifty-five episode run, got cut down to forty-three, uh, which is why the third act of the original anime moves at ex- lightning speed, right? Because they begged for he was got so they begged for five more episodes, and they got forty-three. Uh, it's the third shortest Gundam series, I think, oh. behind Build. Because uh, then it's Build Fighters X was thirty-five. Because it, it, that one did get canceled.
0: Yeah. And like just because we're gonna be we, we we're gonna be mentioning a lot of different mecha anime. Your first question is always gonna be, hey, will you cover this? Our answer probably, probably. it might take us literally years. so so buckle the your buckle the fuck down <laughs> we're gonna be here for a while.
1: Gunpla pretty much saved Gundam and uh Tomino uh, created it, and so he wasn't quite satisfied with the way the uh, show happened, so he took about 60% of the show's stock footage and got 40, 40% more of it animated and made three movies in 1981 through 82,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which we will be watching. They are known for also having a comedic dub in one of the first roles of uh, of Steve Blum. So if you want to watch it dubbed, I prefer, I'd say watch the show, because you're getting the same story, but I think you're going to get more out of it if you watch the movies. Right. And mostly when it comes to like extra canical, uh, canonical stuff like, like manga... And uh, OVA's, usually they, they go by what happened in the movies, mostly because... Mostly over how one character in the movies doesn't die as he does in the show. Oh, whoops! And then, according to the manga, he dies, like, five minutes right after the final battle of the show.
0: Yeah, we and, yeah. So, but, but basically what we're gonna be doing is, uh, I think that was a pretty good intro. So uh, we're gonna pop in the first movie. Yeah, we're gonna watch the first movie, get back to you after the break, and then we're gonna do that for each movie. You know, it's just, cause, like, I feel like if we marathoned for, like, what is it gonna be, like, six hours... Yeah, I feel like we're gonna forget a lot, a lot of stuff, and like we we might even forget what what's in what movie. Yeah, that that's something I do a lot.
1: Well, I'm I'm pretty good with the... I've done, I've seen the movies a stupid amount of times. I've, so. only,
0: I've only seen them twice, kind twice of twice and a
1: half. Once and a half.
0: Yeah, once and a half. We'll get <laughs> uh, into do that. Do you want
1: to get snacks like at the at the corner store before we start? So we sure. Have you do the eat. snack up. Yeah. Snack the fuck up. Woo! I think, right there, I think right there we play like... I think right
0: there we play like... I know
1: it's how we play. gundam
0: Alright, and we are back. We have just finished watching... What we kind of forgot was the longest of the three movies. Yeah,
1: like, you kind of really can't cut a lot from the first act of a series, because like, yeah. the first act is kind of really important, they, they, the second movie is the one that feels the longest, but actually, but isn't actually the longest.
0: Yeah, so I'm, I'm raring for that as well. But uh, the
1: first half of the second movie is your favorite part of the series
0: at all. Oh yeah, no, because it, I mean, because, well, this one had him too at the very end, the best character, Ron Baral. <laughs> but, um, we're getting ahead goof. of, we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves, uh, very ahead of ourselves, very, actually. Very actually, yes, we're, ta- we're talking,
1: we're talking the last five minutes of the movie. <laughs> That's
0: what we just saw. Yes. Um, but, um, you know, I, cause I was thinking, like, you were asking me about spoilers, and I was like, well, I really don't care about spoilers, like, if you're gonna listen to, like, an hour-long, at least, podcast about a thing, you should be familiar enough with it. Like, is this... This isn't so much a review podcast, more
1: just a discussion about the thing. Yeah, I mean, I guess we, you, I think we should save like the review, review portion for like the, as the series as a whole as a whole if, when we finish.
0: Yeah, but 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 for people that just legitimately want to like take this journey with us, uh, obviously we can't always do this because we're not gonna take it one episode at a time for like longer series.
1: For movies and OVAs, we might do that. Yeah,
0: but for movies, but for movies uh, and OVAs, maybe. Uh, but f- especially in this case, if you want to follow along with us. I guess you could just pause it right here, watch the first movie, and then we'll prompt you to just pause um, and watch.
1: Before you do that, if you do actually want to watch Gundam, like get super into it, there is like there's a lot of multiple continuities in Gundam, but the one we're focusing on right now is the Universal Century, like the canon official timeline. Yeah. So, in order to watch that, like um, I'm gonna I'll get into the alternate universes later. This is all the canon series from this point onward. First of all, you start by watching the first movie, just called Mobile Suit Gundam One. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually it's sometimes called the 0079 movie Just because that's just how people differentiate it, it yeah, The show is just called Mobile Suit Gundam
0: 0079 is the year it takes place in, in In the series
1: like For example, kind of how people call Transformers, Transformers G1 Yeah. Uh, so you watch the first movie And then immediately watch the OVA uh, Mobile Suit Gundam 08 The Mess Team Because mm-hmm. the the first episode of that Sinks off almost perfectly with the end of the first movie
0: I remember that, it did Um.
1: Then watch the second movie, Mobile Suit Gundam Soldiers of Sorrow Did I see that? Yeah, it's the second movie it's the second of Oh, third. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, the Soldiers
0: the, of the subtitle confused me.
1: Yeah, Soldiers of Sorrow. Uh after that you watch um even though it's it's a little continuity out of, not continuity, but it's a little chronologically out of place, I still think it fits thematically well in there. Watch uh the 5 episode of 6 episode OVA uh Mozart Gundam 0080 War in the Pocket. It is we should do an episode on that, just that Of course one. we will. Yeah. We'll get there. But uh then then you finish off the One Year War by watching the third movie which is just called Encounters in Space.
0: Right. We will just be focusing on the three films because they work fine on their own, uh, but again, like I was talking with you about this that like the the good, the good thing about the Universal Century series is, is because while there's a lot of them, they really they, like they, they care about continuity in terms of they don't contradict each other a lot, but at the same time, each series really tells its own story. yeah, so if, if you just super want to watch these three films. Don't feel obligated to watch all the all the side stuff in a certain chronological order. I'm just
1: saying if you want to try to knock out it, like if because they yeah. all take place roughly in the same time.
0: Yeah, we will post
1: after Good. after you finish. I just want to finish off the film. Okay. Like yeah. After <laughs> after you finish uh, the third movie, you move on to the another another 13 episode OVA. It's relatively short, um, called Mobile Suit Gundam 0083 Stardust Memory. Good one. Then you'll move on to the full length 50 episode Zeta Gundam. Its sequel, the 47-episode Gundam Double Zeta, can be a little intense. Zeta is my favorite series, but I do agree it does tend to drag in the, mi- in the middle. Double yeah. Zeta is just ridiculous enough for you to keep wanting to go through it. It's very 80s. It's very, very 80s. And then you finish that off with the movie Char's Counterattack, followed by the newest OVA, well, this is not, not no longer the newest OVA, mm. the previous OVA, uh, the seven-episode uh, Gundam Unicorn, mm. the movie Gundam F-91, it's just a single movie, hmm. and then the manga series Gundam Crossbone, Crossbone right. Gundam. Then you end it with Victory Gundam, and that's the end of the Universal Century, unless you count G Savior. But we're not going to talk about that yet.
0: <laughs> Good lord! But yeah, we will post a list, a, a Gundam list of continuity. Which I mean, you could Google, you can Google yourself, but you know, just a preferred viewing order. I, I th-
1: I'll put my master post on the Tumblr.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll post it because we have one of those. I literally just made it right now. Yes, we did. Um. Anyway, the movie. And once again, to reiterate, for the love of God. Watch, watch the subs. The dubs are the dubs are. If you're
1: watching the TV show, the dub's pretty good.
0: The, well, yeah, the, the TV show, but for the movies, the movies were dubbed before we got good at it. I am a fan of dubs. I will speak I'm, I'm up a sub. for I'm a sub I, guy. I will speak up for good dubs, and I'm telling you, this dub is garbage.
1: <laughs> Comedically so, but like, if you have like a dual audio rip or like, because the DVDs don't even have the dub. Mm-hmm. Like, if you buy them, but if you have like if you pirate it and get like a rip. Sometimes they'll come dual audio. Yeah. If you've seen them before, kind of go through them and kind of, like, look at key scenes and, and like, just go look we'll, on YouTube for the
0: dub. We'll pro- I'll, I'll probably be saying this a lot. Uh, we can't legally condone piracy, but we're not your goddamn parents, so do whatever you want, because we can't I stop you. I own these movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Devin owns them. <laughs> I own them, but we were watching them on a Blu-ray rip. And <laughs> uh, if the Blu-rays
1: matter. did come out in America, I would own them. Exactly. If you want to watch the movie, I'd say pause about now.
0: Yeah. I I order you to launch Gundam! Get out there! If it means so much to you, why don't you fly the Gundam? And you've just watched them. Isn't that great? Wasn't that just... Did, did, how long was that? That
1: was two hours. It's about two hours. Two hours, Literally, really? Yeah, like hour 57, that's what it was. I think, hour 57, I can check. Felt longer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I guess we should do want to just kind of go through roughly how we felt about it. I, I liked the first movie a lot. I think in terms of quality, they go, like, from best to worst. It goes 3-1-2. Yeah. because 2 has... Th- Even though 2 has, you know, the best character, which we'll talk about later. Mm-hmm. Um, two- The second half of 2 is kind of like... They had to cram, like, the entire act 2 into, like, the second half of the second yeah. movie. Yeah.
0: And, I mean, like... Because uh, right off the bat, it-, it gives you a real sense of this is not your typical... This is not a super robot show. Just because, like...
1: Which is exactly what Tomino wanted.
0: It's got... It's got attention to detail, and I don't just mean in the design because the design of the original Gundam, as it was on television, is a little blocky. Oh, well, that's <laughs> what
1: they could do, and exactly,
0: exactly. So I'm not knocking them for that, but I mean, like, like the
1: Katoki redesigns are frickin' great.
0: Yeah, I I mean more in the world building, it, like every almost everything, everything important that's in this show has a lot of hard. Hard science fiction, which might sound like a contradictory term like but... the, the, uh,
1: the the main premise if you just want to hear us talk about it and don 't really care is that the main the main premise is that rough I assume in the it's vague about when when the calendars change, but in the, like i 'd say usually twenty one hundred mm-hmm. in the year like twenty one hundred earth is so overcrowded that they decide to shoot these gigantic orbital arcs arcs kind of into space and uh make colonies out of them from machine from they build them on the moon and shoot them into their destination shoot building materials through to their destination using like a big catapult kind of thing neat. And so they build seven seven sides. Uh, seventh, the, the seventh one is the one that's currently being built, and uh, and the Earth now has one united government called the Earth Federation. Mm-hmm. So the Earth Federation has jurisdiction over all the colonies, and uh, the far the colony farthest from the Earth. Well, when this happens, they they change the calendar to Universal Century. Yeah. So it got to about like seventy something years afterward, where you know people living in space is you know a very commonplace thing, and so the the colonies at, at the uh, I think it's elf the L five. Um, Lagrangian point. I don't know. I don't know Lagrangian points, but the one behind the moon is where Side 3 is, this cluster of colonies. And they decide, the Earth should not... We should have our own... We want to be our own sovereign state. And so, um, they become... They name themselves the, Repu- the Principality of Zeon and declare war against the Federation in the year 0079. Right. Their first act of war is to drop one of their gigantic colonies onto Australia, Pretty much eliminating most of the life in the middle of Australia.
0: None of this is in the first movie, by the way, so please don't feel like you missed anything. It's it's in the first two minutes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But this is all like
1: stuff that's explained later, and yeah, we'll stuff get stuff
0: explained later and more yeah. in detail yeah.
1: in other in novels and other OVAs. But uh, so from that point on, the Federation decides that they're gonna you know okay we'll fight back, and uh, but the Xeon have mobile suits. They have these mass-produced robots called Zaku's that are just. Decimating the Federation, they ain't got shit. So of course, what do they have to do? They have to build their own. It's so using stolen technology to build the mobile suit Gundam, the the RX seventy eight two, and it's the it's it kicks ass. It it it, it it's the main character's titular suit, and uh, so the main character also Amuro, he's pretty different from your typical mecha protagonist of the age.
0: Oh yeah, totally. He's uh... compared to like Koji and and Ryoma. <laughs> yeah, he is very uncertain Because like this this is the first. This is the, this is probably the first anime i want to say that because like you know this is the first anime of all time no 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 no. to 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 treat to treat like this the first mecha anime to really treat war like war
1: well, Mecha, yeah, because there, there was like Barefoot Gen before that, which oh, was of all Bachelorette yeah, t- and stuff yeah. like that, but like, this was the first Mecha one to truly really treat war like war, because so it's really the only one to really deal with war.
0: And like, because like... First um, one to deal with war. Because it's not just about like, oh no, these space demons from Hell Planet have been... <laughs> Dr.
1: Hell and his mechanical
0: <laughs> yeah. beasts, or the, the dinosaur empire from the center of the Earth. Have come to kill all humans for basically no reason. Let's fucking punch him in the face for I... 40 episodes. More like, um, more like 80. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> And, and like You can tell like Every time Throughout this entire movie Amuro is just Slowly but surely Developing severe Post-traumatic stress With oh, totally. every life he takes
1: And but, like, You can see it in his face At the end of the movie Like Amuro's sitting Essentially just like Oh yeah cool I'm gonna He's,
0: <sighs> he's shell-shocked He's shell-shocked By the end of this movie
1: Yeah He's yeah. literally
0: shell-shocked He can barely function
1: Amuro's 15 Like he's a 15-year-old yeah. into hard combat, And he's cute I just, wanted, I
0: just wanted to put that out there, because Devin's not gonna. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, but, uh, and, like, he's... Like, the thing that struck me, and I guess I didn't... It did, for some reason it didn't strike me the first time I watched this, but this time around I watched it end. What struck me was when Amuro first stumbles upon the well, the Gundam the, the, while, the other, while they're under attack, yeah, the he, he finds its instruction manual, and, like, while this battle's going on, he's flipping through it. Why I'm not sure is like what? Well, he's kind of a weird kid. Like he's like a shut-in nerd kind of kid. I guess, but also there, li- like, there's a Zaku like a hundred yards George from him. him. Yeah, it's gonna step on him, and he's just like, oh, it's got Vulcan cannons. This is cool. <laughs> and, but aside, but it's like, like, like I said before, like while we were watching it, that out of that in a vacuum is silly. But when you compare it. To every other mech pilot, to like Mas with like, hey, hey, Koji, I built this robot. You cool? I instantly know how to pilot this. Let's just fucking go, thrusters, Throw on,
1: rocket punch, yeah,
0: yeah, rocketo punchy, um, breast fire, yeah, breast fire,
1: breast fire.
0: God, that's gonna be that's gonna be like twenty percent of this podcast is us saying Jap- poor poorly spoken Japanese catchphrases from Mecha. Good lord, that's this entire
1: podcast. We <laughs> really started this podcast, dude.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, come on, man. yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I just liked that, and, and, like, even, like, him reading stuff out loud, explained away stuff, you used to just have to kind of assume if you were, like, if you were somebody who both liked even, Mecha but wanted shit to make sense. Even the way sense. that they
1: make the ships fly is, like, they they explain that with Minovsky particles. There's like right, this... right, right, right. This this You can create this thing called a Minofsky particle by, by like, using helium-3 and another element that might not even exist. Right. And to create a thing called Minofsky fusion, that gives you, like, anti-gravity particles.
0: Right. I thought that also got—I thought the Manovsky particles got rid of radar. The, well, they also—that's a side effect.
1: the jam Yeah, radar. yeah.
0: And, like, that—and, like, so that explains why they had to make close combat mobile suits in the first place is because with the radar gone, they needed a different way for warfare. Yeah. So they were like, we, well, we can't— we can't just go on foot anymore, but we still need basically foot soldiers. Exactly, because we can't shoot from afar, because we don't we can't see where we're shooting. Yeah, and so yeah, so that was explained away, and they const- and it wasn't just a throwaway thing. They referenced monastic particles. Like all the even the thing that
1: I was laughing at was uh, there's a scene where they're hiding in the White Base and okay. the ship, the White, the titular ship, their Millennium Falcon, their their Enterprise is called the White Base. It's yeah. this, it's the first Federation. Well, because one side's the Earth Federation, the other side is the Principality of Zeon. It's the first like um. Oh, it's it's the first ship that's like a mobile suit deployer on the right. It's like a mobile suit carrier. You know what it reminds me for some reason
0: for because because I'm such a nine because I'm such because I'm a '90s kid, so I have a very small nostalgic library for anime. It reminds me of that big snail carrier from Zoids Zero Century. I never saw Zoids. I've never gotten into Zoids. Put it on the goddamn list, sir.
1: You can. Okay, I'll put it on our giant. Are we gonna make that public so people can like vote on what they want us to watch if we ever if people even watch
0: these? Yeah, but we'll we'll get into that. We can we'll, get into we'll that, that later. Then. Yeah. Yeah, that's we we're can figure to ourselves. Yeah. But yeah, so this just like it's attention to detail and then also like you don't see it so much in here but if like when when I did my research on the sides, the colonies, yeah. I was blown away by, by their, the, the design and the thought and, like, the real scientific theory put into them. Like, yeah, people researched like, this.
1: If you look up just Gundam Colony, or if you've seen the movie, you saw The colonies are like, these big cylinders with, like, three huge solar panels kind of coming out yeah. of the sides.
0: and that's half how they make sunlight. Like, half
1: of them is, half, half of it is, like, all steel, and the other half, and so they have, it's kind of like a big, like, half pipe. Yeah. Of just grass and For trees just, and like, people.
0: just, like, galactic shredding. Fucking Ollie's flipping. <laughs> grinding on the side of the solar panel we'll, get,
1: we'll make those jokes when we get to Rekka 7 <laughs> <laughs> but um, and so the, the top half is glass
0: dude we should we should play Tony Hawk Pro Skater and make a Rekka 7 mod make, make a set no make a because you can make your own character yeah make a fucking opera ret- jar no, I was going to say make someone from it. who is the, who was the main character Ren 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 R-E-N-T-O-N yeah R-E-N-T-O-N. R-E-N-T-O-N. Renton. make a Renton or a or it's a, a, a Rekka make an Aureka <laughs> just freaking grind R-E-K-A.
1: R-E-K-A. And shit. oh my god that'd be funny oh my god <laughs> We're getting our hair ourselves up, but I was—I was I saying, was on the white when well, they're hiding on the white base, and uh, it's just raining and there's lightning, and I, and I was laughing, and they're like, "Cause like they—they have like a group of uh, of orphans who are kind of like the comic relief gag characters of the series, mm-hmm. and they're not—they're like I can like I can see some people thinking they're obnoxious. I don't think they're too bad. Like some people, I can see some people being like, "Oh, they're annoying
0: or whatever," but like they're barely in the movies. You need like you need characters like those, and like it's like. Honestly, I think the bar because like you know there's 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 height and lower. I think the the bar for like the most tolerable, but if he was in, in it anymore, he'd be annoying ca- comic relief character. Olaf, Olaf from Frozen. I've never seen Frozen. Well, obvious, I understand what you mean though. Obviously, everybody was dreading Olaf because it's like oh look at this, he's gonna be in like he's gonna have all the jokes. He's gonna be, he's gonna be the, he's gonna be the most obnoxious. He's gonna be Jar Jar. Yes, but he wasn't. Now, granted, his jokes weren't always the funniest, but... He honestly had like maybe six of lo- maybe six scenes in the whole damn film, so that's pretty so he didn't overstay as well. Exactly. But, uh, so that's my bar. That, like that's like that's like the equivalent of like my friend. I'm sorry. Like yeah. we're gonna go on tangents. It's but, cool. Like,
1: that's what that's what we- the- that's what we're gonna do. Because
0: my friend Trahan, who I want to make another podcast with, he just wants to talk about general shit. But um, my friend Trahan always says that like the baseline classic rock song that's just the most mediocre. Any better than that, it's good. Any worse than that, it's bad. Is "End the Cradle Will Rock" <laughs> by Van Halen. So that. That's Olaf is end, the end of the, <laughs> the cradle, cradle will rock. rock of comic relief characters, and I would put these kids below, but like above Olaf,
1: above getting oh, okay. better. Kats, Kika, and Letts. I don't know their names. Kats, yeah. Letts, and Kika. Kotz actually becomes a main character later in the series, right? Because right, right. he's he's older. But uh, so anyway, they're they're hiding with the uh, with the love interest Fraubo. And, she's, uh, and they see lightning flashing outside from one of the port windows, and they're just like, oh no, is this a new Xeon weapon? And at first right. I was like, what? That's ridiculous. I was like, wait, these people have never lived on Earth before. Right. They, they don't know, know what lightning is.
0: They know nothing about Earth weather, because all the weather's controlled. Because it's all
1: like... Do they have... Does it just never rain? It does. They do have, they have like, sprinkler systems accor- all throughout? Yeah. According to one of the novels, they say that they have like 30-minute warnings before, like, it's thir- it's going to rain in 30 minutes. like,
0: dude, I, I want to live in space. Yeah, I want to live in space. <laughs> I would space. do Seek <laughs> Xeon. Dude, I will I will fucking join Xeon tomorrow.
1: So uh, we have so we've talked about Amro. What about Char? Char is the rival. He's so if you've seen any Char. Gundam series, you know who you know what a Char
0: clone is. Yeah, yeah. If you've seen most people know Zex, Zex from from Wing from Wing and Zex honestly is for, pretty different from Char. Pretty different, although for the purpose he like just visually his relationship with Hero and just like the like his baseline surface level purpose. I would say he's the easiest to spot Char clone yeah, in the franchise. Probably. Um
1: the one from uh or maybe Rao from Rao Lacrescent from Seed, but
0: don't uh, don't 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 watch Seed. Seed is the, really bad. Well at the very least don't watch Destiny. i Now that I've now that I've now that I've met somebody who I like as a person who likes Seed, that's fine, but he did agree that Destiny was garbage. We'll get the we'll get the
1: seed. I'm, I'm someday. Dreading. I'm dreading. someday. I'm dreading it. I'm dreading it but we'll get the I seed. I just want
0: I just want to watch it with him. I just with, want to watch with it with you. Yes, <laughs> yeah,
1: you're gonna. It's gonna like it's gonna. Uh, anyway. <laughs> um. So anyway, uh, uh the criteria for preferred charcoal is they need to usually be they're usually blonde,
0: mm-hmm.
1: usually blonde. They usually wear they always wear a mask always wear a mask, and they are related in some way to another character. Like, for example, Zex... uh, This is just... You learn, like, five episodes in, but, like... And in, like, the second episode of If if
0: you're listening to this, and you're, like, over, what, like, 18, and you haven't watched Gundam Wing, but you're a Mecha fan... Well, I guess I guess kudos for being a mega hipster, but <laughs> like, I mean, but had, you should know.
1: So the, there was a character in Wang named Rolina, and Zach was her secret older brother, right? And this one, Selah, is Char's secret younger sister, as we establish. Right? Is that established in this movie? Actually, it's 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 foreshadowed. You,
0: you can like they're both blonde, and you can put it together. They and have, Char they have that seems moment. to know her. Yeah. He, he. So yeah. If you know basic storytelling, you are like, oh, they're probably siblings. <laughs> yeah,
1: they look similar. So. That's how Char is. And so they usually will pilot a red suit, or like for example, in Zex's case he always piloted white mobile suits. Yeah. And so they always have like a have a call kind of thing, and so they're but they're related intrinsically somehow to another character. Like uh like um Schwartz Bruder and G Gundam. Oh, Everyone's God. are we can I spoil who Schwartz Bruder is, or are we not even gonna talk about that? Nope. Nope. Okay, nope, we'll, get to, G, not, we'll not, get to
0: G. G Gundam. I, I I you were there when I bought that D V D box set for a fucking Hundo where we're doing that. Okay. And I'm watching we're watching those. We will do
1: that. <sighs> <laughs> then, uh, so yeah, that's what happens there. But uh, yeah, so Char is the pro, is the progenitor. He was voiced by Steve Bloom actually in the shitty dub. In
0: in the, in the shitty dub, he was the only good voice in the whole show because so, like we
1: listened. I, I
0: liked Steve Bloom's performance in in, yeah. the, in the movie.
1: He was he, he sounded like he was doing like it wasn't fully going for a spike voice, but he was kind of like was yeah, sounded like well, more normal. I think like yeah. he
0: was still too babby to do that voice yeah.
1: yet. Well. The dub was in '98, and Cowboy Bebop was dubbed in like '90, like 2000. I'd say
0: 2001, maybe yeah, right. around
1: that time, early 2000s. Because I know Cowboy Bebop aired in '99. Well, if,
0: if that was like, if that was like his first gig, and he hadn't really, because like most, especially because Cowboy Bebop put him on the map. Yeah, well, early, early voice actors, I feel like didn't like b- before they got into professional voice acting there was no such thing as amateur voice acting before the internet so pretty much yeah he was probably still learning the trade while he was doing it yeah. i would love to ask him about it cuz i'm sure no one ever asks him about it oh
1: yeah dude i'd love to i would it. love to
0: just be like you know what role that i want to hear you talk about your the the, the original the, the original Gundam movie dub that i think you were the only good character in mr bloom could you tell us about that and i'm sure he would barely remember it <laughs> and <laughs> probably, ruin my hopes probably, and dreams probably oh that I, one oh,
1: uh, I, yeah i remember that i think i i remember i was waiting for that check cuz i didn't I, when yeah. i couldn't afford dinner <laughs> for like three Yeah, (laughs) it's gonna be how he remembers it. Yeah, I remember. I was waiting on they stuck someone to that fucking track, and I had to like, like I had to eat a freaking like McDonald's every night.
0: Don't quit your day job, folks. Reach for those dreams, but also stay grounded. However, that Casey Kasem sign-off went. Um...
1: (laughs) But uh, so anyway, uh, another. Char's yeah, Char's Char. your
0: favorite Char's gonna be your favorite character.
1: He's cool. He in this movie he had he you see him pull some hot bullshit and you're like, yo, what's this all about? He's Foreshadowing the, something. He's, he's the ace. He's the ace. But like here's the thing. So we establish that there's an, that the, uh, the the leaders of Xeon are the zombie family, mm-hmm. um which are from youngest child to oldest child, there's uh Garma, it's I think it's Garma, uh, Kassilia, Dazzle, and then Girin. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Garma's the pretty effeminate, kind of, like, purple-haired, you know, like... Pretty boy. Pretty boy kind of char- character.
0: Uh, oh, the lady swoon.
1: Casilia's the lady.
0: <laughs> Casilia's the girl. The girl. Hashtag um, the girl.
1: Dozzle is, uh... Covered in scars and looks like a half man, half gorilla.
0: Oh yeah, he's 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 swole as hell. I and love him. Kieran is like a
1: widow has a widow's peak that can impale a man, <laughs> and uh, he's like the cold calculating one. And they all work under their father, who is the current like sovereign of He Just
0: looks like a mob boss. He just looks like he looks like he should be just like sitting back with like a like half unbuttoned Hawaiian shirt and fanning himself, just like I want you... to crush the Federation. I want you to crush those fatty sons of bitches, and I want you to bring me another steak. <laughs>
1: Not until my people are free, my man.
0: <laughs> I want it medium well. But, uh, so
1: Garma, so Char, hes te- he always pilots, his, his robots are always red. His mobile seats are always red, no matter what, unless it's, unless it's a, a freaking, ex- it's less, Un- he has one exception, and we're not going to get into that right now. Nope. Not right there, but anyway, <laughs> so char has a red zaku, and We're gonna so... be
0: saying that a lot with with long franchises. We're not going to get into that yet, so Garma trusts char
1: about, this is like the probably like the the end of the second act of the movie. Hmm. He meets the commander of the land for of like the earth the invasion forces, which is garma garma zabi he's the youngest son he's in charge of like the earth invasion, whereas you know Garin is head of head of like. Is head of everything. Cassilia is head of space forces, and Dazzle's in, uh, in charge of. No, Dazzle's in charge of the space forces, and Cassilia's in charge of like like security, like defense.
0: Right. Yeah. See, and like, that's another. That's another thing. Like this show gives a shit about who about. Yeah. who, about who, about what everyone does. It's not just like my four evil generals. <laughs> yeah.
1: Doctor <laughs> Hell and Gen, General Kill. Even though there's a character named General Von Killing in. War in the pocket, but we'll get into that.
0: <laughs> really, yeah. General von Killing? I no, there's, forgot there's, about that. There's a
1: guy named, named Colonel Killing and a guy named Captain von Helsing.
0: Well, that's another thing about uh, the Gundam franchise in general is like because they want to make like a plausible quasi future where basically national boundaries have been cast aside and everyone's probably not. F- like full, like everyone's probably multiracial. Yeah, like they all have th- they all have weird names like, that aren't I would, real, but I they always sound real. Like, that sounds real. like a
1: Gundam name. I always say like that sounds like a Gundam name. Yeah, I it's remember, like how
0: everybody everybody has D and D names. These are Gundam names. Like
1: uh, you know, like there's a character in Zeta who's a very minor character, but her name is La- her name is Lila Mylarira or Kakrakon What? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yeah, I'm not even joking. There's no, a-
0: but uh, I thought you were gonna <laughs> drop uh my favorite name. In all of Gundam, uh, Alleluia hot-tism. That thats in Double O.
1: That's, <laughs> alleluia That—that
0: that isn't canon, Tooch. <laughs> no, it's cool. Double—I like Double O. All, gu- dude. All, gu- even even non-UC Gund- Gundam shows of Gundam have moved yeah, names.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm—I know. i am I'm ta- I'm taking the piss, but it's yeah. uh. Like, so, the main character's name is Amuro Ray. Amuro not really being a tr- an actual Japanese name, but name of, like, an island, I think, or a location. I remember its name after location. You kind of got to give him, like, a, an Eastern-sounding name so the Japanese audiences could relate to somebody. Right. That's the entire reason that the main character of Monster is Japanese. Like, him being Japanese serves no other purpose except to, like, cause it takes place mostly in Germany.
0: Monster. It's
1: about the one about the, the doctor. It's a good one. You'd like it. But it's uh, it's not a mecha. I'm just saying that that's the reason that character was... was that's why they made him
0: r- Japanese. Right. Do you think also that's why Stardust Crusaders was when Jojo took, Jojo took, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure took off? Because Jotaro was technically the first Japanese, yeah, well, Japanese Jojo?
1: Yeah, one of the first four, like, because people thought that, jo- that uh, Jojo wouldn't be successful, but mostly because it had, like, white main characters. Yeah. And it had mostly Europeans as their main characters.
0: Yeah, and, like, old timey Europeans, too. Well, yeah. Uh, not look first first it was an old-timey stuck-up overly polite european dude and then an obnoxious american man
1: <laughs> well no he was he was he was english joseph's english he he in the first episode he was that was his first time in america
0: uh well he certainly fit in well yeah <laughs> um yeah he, so dude like well by the time stars crusaders went he assimilated
1: yeah he assimilated <laughs> he, he, i don't think everyone back i mean neither did speedwagon
0: <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, that's, but that's, this, that's but a different show. This is, this is, that's, that's a different podcast we're going to make called, uh, the Joe, the Joe, the Mitch Joe-spective. No, we're not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but we could make a whole podcast so, um, about Joe
1: But, like, for example, other names, like, Mir- Mirai Ashima, she's, that's full-on Japanese. She's right. the, uh, she's kind of like the helmsman, helmswoman of the ship. Uh, the captain is Bright Noah, who's actually, they explicitly say he's half Chinese and half English.
0: Cool and born at home, so home. he could in fact have an aw- oh, no, awful, not, obnoxious I'm, I'm, I'm English accent, accent like they like they gave him I mean, in I'm the d- Almero gets into Gundam. You have to pilot Gundam, <laughs> like Frau Bo. Like, I think
1: she has the weirdest name because Frau is just a general German term for yeah, a young woman. Yeah, Frau, but it, is it Frau Bo or Frau Bau? L- like little little Frau Bau. Well, her name is Frau bow but I want to call her by her full name all the time, a Frau Bow. Yeah, I want to call her that. I mean, it's fun to say. She's and she's kind of like Amorous' childhood friend, long like, What kind of up, But anyways, I was talking about Garma. What Char does—that's the hot bullshit we were talking about earlier—was mm. that uh, Char tells Garma that, like, you know, we'll have, we got your back. Like me and my guys have their back, and they instead just kind of do a full-on a frontal assault.
0: We got your back, bro. Thanks, bro. <laughs> just like, yeah, they're they're just total like besties, and yeah. Garma's like, Garma's way more about it than Char is. Char's just like, oh, that, that's great, and Garma's like, hey, what's up, you want? We're gonna freaking get these phases together, take right, down, Char? Take out the Trojan horse, man. Yeah, let's do it. Come on, Char. All right, <laughs> you're the coolest. We're cool. We're friends.
1: That's an, that's another thing that uh, they established in the series that they didn't really quite uh, go into in the movies. Was the re- one of the main reasons they didn't take the civilians at Luna at Luna Two was mostly because you know what are we what the fuck are we gonna do with them? And then the second part was like, well, who knows if you, if we make it known that you guys have civilians on board, maybe they'll hesitate to shoot at you.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. Because
1: it's like what well, you wouldn't if like even if you hated the Federation, there's still civilians on there. You wouldn't want to fucking, you'd you'd think twice before shooting at it, you'd hesitate, so that's kind of, that's another reason why the the white base survived, I think.
0: (laughs) Not because it was full of civilians? Of
1: children and civilians, yeah.
0: Jesus. And refugees. It really was like, it was like the the, the TNG Enterprise of Gundam.
1: Well, like, well, like, um, I always thought that, like, it's fun, like, uh, I always thought it was funny, like, there was a... I always call that like I always can make the Star Trek comparison because that's like pretty much
0: the biggest. Like Star Wars is a little the Enterprise D. In case you didn't think I knew that, (laughs) listeners. I actually don't know like anything about about Star Trek. I've been slowly chipping away at TOS, but uh... TOS is good. I've been wanting to rewatch it ever since Leonard Nimoy's unfortunate passing. Also, the animated series. So the titular mobile suit,
1: the Gundam, is pretty awesome. I still think its design holds up, like in terms of its over it's it's just general design, not yeah, like yeah. how it looks
0: Espe- like. Well, especially when they've when they redesigned it for models and other stuff. Yeah, like Catalke it, has it's, redesigned it over it, and over again. It holds up very nicely. It does. It's it's a good it's like it's it's a it's like a good baseline. Like you can look at that and go, I believe one hundred percent that's where every Gundam comes from.
1: Yeah. It's the progenitor, it's the R right, well technically it's the second Gundam, but the first one was a prototype that you never really get to see. And the origin just, manga, in, you do. It just looks like it just looks like they are yeah. it it <laughs> 70, looks like, 70, like a, it looks like an it looks like an uncompleted version yeah so that's that's generally gone the first movie the first movie has it has the unfortunate you know side effect of also be, of actually being the longest one cuz you can't really trim away stuff in the first act of your movie
0: yeah they did though
1: they did they trimmed out some side plots like when uh so anyway uh Char says he has garmas back mm. and uh Garma, start his ship that he's in starts taking hits from behind from the white base and he's just like oh fuck like okay and is like hey you're gonna die blame it on the misfortune of your birth this is not against you this is against your father you're an okay dude and he starts laughing and then, <laughs> and then garma's just like whoops garma's just like shit so he tries to ram it and uh ram the uh, his Gaw cruiser into uh, into the white base and just dies. he's fucking he fucking eats shit he eats it like that's literally there was nothing left of that ship of that of that like land of that big airplane that he's in and so he dies, and you're like, so you're like, wow, Char just straight up just fucking killed his ally. So like, you're hmm. like, what's what's that going to turn? Yeah, because
0: we're because we're not giving any context to that. Nah, like we both know. Yeah, we both know. But, but you're like, not supposed to know. Yeah, if you're, you're not ever supposed seen to know
1: him at him all. Before. You're just yeah. like, what the fuck, Char? Like that's your that was your bro, right? Char, you, this is just your bro. That was your buddy. That's your brah. Your bro Ham. Your, bro.
0: your you, 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 you your 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 and of the light. <laughs> your 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 BF, your bro friend. I'm so happy that I know
1: I, I make that joke way more than I should because I've uh, ever seen you've seen, you seen Full Alchemist or ever.
0: I haven't seen Brotherhood though.
1: Uh, it's cool because they only called him Hohenheim of the light in the series so I I remember one of my um uh, my back when I used to play Halo online um on the computer my 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 username was always Broenheim
0: I actually I'm so, I had a fleeting I had a fleeting thought where I was just like does Al count as a mech
1: like, <laughs> no Tooch. Al no. does not count as a mech <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. there's nothing organic on him he just has a soul it's, it doesn't count
1: <laughs> but
0: it's uh... I mean Oh, wait, I almost spoiled Ava.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but it's uh, so the movie is very heavy. There's lots of civilian casualties. Very a lot of a lot of psychological trauma to our young characters. You know, mm-hmm. like we have we have our team dad. You know, not not fully. It's weird because you he's he's pretty much in every Gundam thing ever. Yeah. Bright.
0: And they they bring this up like they just flat out say it because of how because of how long the war's been going on. Even though all it's the... only been
1: going on since like the war started on January fifth, and it starts like this starts at, like early September. But like but, so
0: so like this has just been this has just been a massive casualty war. This has just been yes. an ugly ass war. Most of the say... adult aged people yeah. existing are dead. Yeah, the war is basically being fought by old men and children because that's all that's left.
1: Pretty much. Like uh, they they say that uh uh in the ser- well in the in the origin manga they confirm that in the first three weeks of fighting humanity lost about twenty percent of the population of, of humans yeah because mostly also because there was a you know a colony drop a giant battle
0: yeah uh, Australia has a hole in it
1: yeah that was the fr- yeah uh, they dropped, they're trying to drop an, an um a colony onto, uh, the Federation capital, which is somewhere, which is a hidden base somewhere in, uh, in South America, but instead, you know, or not really properly, also because the Federation tried to intervene, and so dur- during, the intervention, it instead crashed in the middle of Sydney, Australia, lim- mostly rendering most of Australia done. <laughs> you know, a gigantic,
0: you know, space station crashing under Earth. God, everything in Australia wants to kill you, even the stuff hovering above <laughs> it in orbit! <laughs>
1: Apparently it was a colony from side. It was an it was a deserted colony from side three. Because originally I thought it was like there was actually just people in there or whatever, and they kind of dropped it. But like nah, apparently it was an empty colony.
0: <laughs> Drop the colony. <laughs>
1: so uh, yeah, uh, final thoughts for the first movie is it's a really good establishing point. It it sets up a lot of the tropes of the series. I'd say not like not in a bad not tropes in a bad way. Kind of most Basically. of the themes themes I guess. Yeah, most of the themes of the series, and it sets up Char and Amaro and everybody for their character arcs. Amaro by the end of. This, Um, Omra, by the end of this movie, is kind of a husk of a human at the moment. Yeah, like,
0: this really does a good job of, like, of, like, introducing you to Gundam. Like, if you had, if you for some reason couldn't watch the other films, I would say that you still have a pretty solid understanding of what at least the first series is all about.
1: Uh, like, even though I say that I think the movies are better, if you're watching the series, this roughly is the first, twelve. no... this is roughly the first eight episodes, I'd say. Right. Like, eight or nine episodes. If you have only ten, seen I the
0: series, uh, really, the only, like, the, and you're worried about cuts, really all they cut is a lot of, like, like, they only cut, like, what, like, two subplots?
1: They only cut one for the first movie. Right. Which was uh, Garma's Garma's fiance like they, wanting to commit revenge again, well, doing her suicide like, attack on the white base. But that's like cut. anytime,
0: anytime they linger in a place, that's cut away. Anytime there's like a one off episode that has no bearing, that's cut.
1: Every time that there's like something comedic happen, like not, really, <laughs> not Well, anytime there's something like it's kind of extra. Like even though it's 70s anime, it's late 70s, early 80s animation. It's going to be a little silly.
0: It's going to be goofs. <laughs> it's going to be goofy. <laughs> nah. That last scene certainly was goofy.
1: So, uh, yeah, so at the end of this movie, we establish that, um, at this point, nobody knows that that Char killed Garma, mm-hmm. or at least orchestrated his death. They just think it was a freak accident, Char, how, you know, Char just fucked up. Uh,
0: Garma's sister seems to yeah, be Garma's si- suspicious. Castilla. He's Castillius. like, she's like, where's Char? Like, where's his bro? Oh, he was, he's someplace else. Hmm, Fucking suspicious zoom-in, shifty-eyed dog from The Simpsons. <laughs> so, uh...
1: Yeah, and so they they send down one of their best pilots uh, from space, who's like who's, uh, and they send him to Earth because he was he was me- he was there, kind of you know making sure like crushing Federation up in space. But uh, so he comes down with this brand new mobile suit. Always seen to this point is the Zaku 2 mobile suit, like the second generation Zaku 2 and the Zaku 2 J, which is just a Zaku for ground combat.
0: If you'd think if they had mobile suits specifically for space, they wouldn't bother giving them legs.
1: Well, it's because the thing about the legs is also so that they can be used inside of colonies. You can jump on enemy ships, oh, stuff like that. Does I mean... also it's they will have verniers, so right. the legs are kind of an important part of the design. We'll get we'll get, when we start <laughs> seeing mobile armors. We'll talk about we'll talk about the comparison. Ah, okay. So, I think
0: by now you've noticed who the actual expert is. <laughs> I'm the Gundam guy. Don't
1: worry. But it's like I'm here for yucks. So they they send down Romba Ramburall, right. your favorite character. My... Do, you want, do you want to give like a brief description of this guy for the people who probably didn't watch this movie?
0: Ramburall is Ron Swanson as a gun as a Xeon mobile suit pilot he is untouchable he walks into a room and just claims attention and he just has he saved the franchise for twitch he is an he just has this Aura. This perfect swagger about him. Perfect swagger, like not not, not not even not even swagger in like Urban Dictionary. in the, in the, in the Old Spice type. <laughs> yeah, In the Old Spice I'm talking type. About, you know, when like when like he's his swagger, his gait, his his his, his stance, so, his posture.
1: He. Uh, so what happens is he decides. So the last battle of the movie is Amro is barely awake, barely like conscious. Yeah, like they, they send him out. In the, they okay, the They literally
0: okay. The they literally throw him in the mobile suit, pick up his hand, put it on the thruster, and, like, smack him in the face go, alright, buddy, you're good to go. And he's just like, uh, okay. I fucking launched several men die. And they're just like, launch him, doesn't matter. <laughs> just eats it into a mountain because he can barely move.
1: But, uh, so they see instead of a Zaku, they see, like, a bluish Zaku with a horn and, like, a machine gun hand and a shield. Just, like,
0: while this thunderstorm is all-, all top of this cliff, just like... <laughs> And just like, you. Yeah.
1: And so he fights Armor. Omar. Armor's like, oh, it's just it's just a blue Zaku. And he just fucking kicks his ass with this electric whip thing. Yeah. And Omar's like, what the fuck is this? And then like, uh, and then Rambaral says the mo- his most famous line,
0: This is no Zaku, boy. No Zaku.
1: And he unveils the first Xeon mobile suit that to the other than a Zaku, which is the MS-07, MS-07 goof.
0: The goof. G-O-U-F. And the very first time you told me it was called a goof, I pretty sure I was on your floor You you
1: were laying on my couch and you fell off my couch and started
0: laughing. For a good five fucking minutes. I had to pause the movie.
1: (laughs) And then Alex kind of of paid attention with the first time. Is that Nick Offerman? (laughs) (laughs) Is that 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 Ron from Parks and Rec? And then Alex became interested. (laughs) I actually don't know if he's seen Parks and Rec. Really? I, I thought he said something, or he's just like... I, oh no, he was just like worst big zam. <laughs> yeah,
0: because that's the whole reason we wanted to watch the movies. Because you get, wanted get context to, to, for big zam. Get to big zam. Yep.
1: Anyway, I think it's uh,
0: time we boot up the second movie. Yep, get this over with, man. We gotta go. Gotta dig into our snacks. We do. We
1: do. I'm getting hungry for some Doritos. I got. I bought. I. I. Uh... To which got himself like a much healthier
0: looking snack. Um, probably not. It's rolled gold, but I just wanted it because it actually look. I didn't want just some bland ass pretzels, so I got some uh, uh, pretzel thins. They're garlic parmesan. I might actually want one of those. Uh, sure.
1: Are you do you want to get some stuff to put on top of it, or maybe are you just good with those?
0: I mean, it's garlic and parmesan. What do you need? What else? more do you need? I don't think I need anything. You know, else. It's it's. Pr-
1: so uh, anyway, before we do this, uh, I... closing thoughts. It's a it's for me. We I guess we we'll both have a closing thoughts. Absolutely. Um. Okay, strengths and weaknesses. Strengths, it's a very good establishing shot of the of the of the Universal Century. It's a very it, it's very gripping, it's very tense. It's very it's very intense for what you'd assume to be look that looks like a nineteen seventies children show, and it's probably it's totally not.
0: Especially if you're watching the series and you have Fly Gundam as the 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 uh
1: so it's good. Uh, the music is awesome. It's an yeah. awesome seventies battle Ooh. music. Yeah, with the, with the... <laughs> yeah the heavy drums and all that. It's great. Ugh. And then and then my third point is that it just it's it's just they they managed to get to cram ten episodes into two hours without making anything feel rushed.
0: Yeah, it's a really well told story. And honestly, like I know that they did better animation and cut it with the goods. I can't
1: tell they well they they used the least of it. They they used the least amount of new footage in this movie.
0: Right. Uh, pr- almost but none. It's, it's But it's like again, it's it's nothing like say Dragon Ball Kai or the
1: Zeta movies that are like make where it super apparent.
0: You can just they they just did not care and just have went I, for them Have I shown them. you the, the difference of the Zeta movies? Maybe, but I've probably forgotten. Okay, I'll
1: show you. I'll show you before we watch the second movie because of how jarring it is. <laughs> Downsides, I can only think of one, and that's just like it's a long, it's a long movie. The yeah. la- like the last third of the movie can kind of come, kind of feels like it's dragging on. At like, at, I'm
0: pretty sure at like two or three instances, we both were like, what, "When is this over?" And we were like, because I, I, right, every time I would think, "When is this over?" I saw you scroll to the timestamp to, to the to playlist to see where but we like, were. I, I, like,
1: at the, I think that the first time I was like, "Oh yeah, we're nearing the end." Is when Garma died, and that was really like the two thirds mark. And I was yeah. like, "Uh, there's still, oh yeah." And I was like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, then they have to do the whole thing with Amara's mom, and then they gotta." I was like, oh yeah, then we gotta see Ron Barrow's
0: You kind of always do that. You're like, oh no, we're almost done with this. Yeah,
1: I, I have a very bad. <laughs> if there's two things for me, I have a very bad sense of direction. No, I have three very bad things: very bad sense of time, distance, and size.
0: So the universe just happens around you, and you're constantly baffled.
1: Not distance, direction. <laughs> I have a pretty good sense of distance. Very bad sense of direction. I don't know where anything is. I don't know when anything is. I don't know how big anything is. No, because I'll just be like, oh yeah, I was. I'll just read this book for like three and a half hours. I was reading this book for like three and a half hours. Like, wow, that's a really nice fifteen minutes. And I was be like, oh shit, it's dark now. Which is very bad for someone who has a, life, a lifestyle like I do. Anyway, your your positives and negatives, and final thoughts.
0: Uh, I mean, basically, like the same as yours. I I super dug the story how how serious it takes itself, but also like it's still able to just be an entertaining robot show. Like it, the the fights the fights are great. The They're war intense. the war like the 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 war story. Like you really you re- it's not about picking sides. It's just about watching these like these soldiers. Have to deal with this war that the powers that be have thrust them in, and that's right. basically entire Universal Century. It's
1: it, it goes and we'll go into a little more
0: detail about it, but essentially
1: both sides suck.
0: Exactly both both sides are both sides are led by people who suck, and basically, I would say that almost well, like obviously with with some exceptions of just pure douchebags that yeah. we see in the show. A lot of the main cast of both sides are perfectly endearing. Yeah, like you, you like I feel for everyone like in this felt, show. You
1: felt bad for Garma. Garma had a fiance, and like we'll get into like why you feel, feel bad about Zion uh, Z- later on. And like, but like, essentially, the sides are you have, you know you have we have there's a positive and negative to both sides. But with, with Zion, you have freedom fighters who just want to have their own government, right. but they're led by power hungry maniacal dictators. Right. With federation, they want to maintain order and balance, and they want to maintain peace by any
0: means necessary. By <laughs> any means
1: necessary, but
0: peace through violence. Peace
1: through violence, but also they're led by greedy bureaucrats. Yes. So it's kind of like greedy politicians versus power-hungry dictators,
0: just like real life. Exactly, and that's what makes and that's what makes like the sad parts of basically this franchise so sad because you're just sitting there going like, it's not just a sad moment; it's a sad reality. Yeah, it yeah. just shakes you like there's nothing good. There's nothing good here.
1: Like, I always, I always say to Tush, like, whenever we're there, it's, it's kind of like you see some civilian life and, and, you know, I'm like, man, I'd love to live in space, except for all the war and yeah. explosions and, and cover drops.
0: I, and then I rebuttaled with, well, there's already war and terrible things going on now, so if I had to be seated in, in a terrible war situation, might as well make it in a super cool space colony with robots. Yeah. Some silver lining, but yeah, let's get started on that second movie. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, uh, yeah. So, I guess pause this when you hear the break. And uh Do you wanna have if... like a little musical interlude? Sure, let's do that yeah, just cool. a yeah, little little cool gundamu music. music. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: So uh yes um it has been exactly a week since uh, the last time it's we did. been
0: 10 days 10 days because we we rec- okay so remember when we said that we were just going to go out and get something to eat real quick and then we'd be right back uh so 10 days later um, um well first of all let me bring you on this journey because we we only the last time we tried to record we only talked for 10 minutes so we've yeah. got time to kill yeah um so after that I'm like hey it's free pancake day Let's go to IHOP. It'll only take us like an hour. Wait, did we do that before we recorded? Well, we did
1: it before we recorded. We,
0: but that's the reason we were so late to start recording anything at all.
1: Because we were like, yeah, we can totally get a seat at IHOP on Free Pancake Day.
0: Yeah, I In did not. In the middle of
1: Philadelphia.
0: I did not think that through. Uh, I got a grad new hoodie out of it. You uh, did. How I want to go back there and shop around for more clothes. There's just
1: another one just right to, around here.
0: We should do that. Um, sometime. Maybe not today, but sometime. Anyway, but anyway, because I, yeah... Uh, so we start recording, like, what, like, three, maybe? Yeah. And I don't even know when, well, we uh... start
1: recording, yeah, three, I'd say, around then. Which is when we're recording now, but...
0: So, but, I had to record a, a whole other podcast, which took two hours, so... And, I,
1: like, I wasn't sure how, like, I felt awkward, because I, I kept, I went to Skype you, and so tell like, are you guys done yet? Because I saw you talking, and I realized, because I was like, oh, they're still talking about Boss Burgers, and I was like, wait, now they're talking about something completely... Oh, yeah, because after...
0: Cause for, after cause for, for, like, another 45
1: minutes, so I was like, are you done
0: yet? Well, because well, we, do, we do recaps of stuff, oh, yeah, okay. of new stuff that's come out, like, because we don't do episodes, we're we we we're never going to do an Adventure Time episode, we just talk about the most recent Adventure Time that aired, and we do stuff like that with the, all the popular stuff, Steam Universe, Gravity Falls, when there is a, when there is a Gravity Falls, anyway. <laughs> that's, that's for Toon Goons. <laughs> yeah, uh, check us out on Toon Goons, uh, thetoongoons. is that our sister
1: podcast? Are we uh, part of the same network?
0: We are their sister podcast, if we actually get this off the ground. Okay. So by the time I get done with that, it's like what eight or nine. Yeah, yeah, and then my and uncle, we still have two other movies to watch. So we watch and...
1: the second movie, and then my uncle comes up because he has to get up at five a.m. But he doesn't have to actually go to sleep around now because he's on spring break.
0: Right. So, but like so my under... uncle's
1: my uncle's like, my uncle's an art teacher at the, at a local college. My local I mean, like two hours away, but since he take he takes a long time to get ready in the morning, so like he gets up at like fucking five
0: a.m. Good on him. Good on him. And like so, understandably, he's like, "Hey, keep it down." We're like, "Sure, okay, we'll keep it down." But like.
1: Between us keeping it down and you being freaking, I was
0: really tired. Uh, you
1: fell asleep in the third movie.
0: <laughs> I did. I kept nodding off in the third movie. <laughs> so, which we're gonna rewatch? Yeah, because we didn't even finish it.
1: We got thirty uh, minutes in. So
0: we recorded like ten minutes of really quiet. Like, so what did, what did you like about it? Um, thing. Uh, so, but
1: it's I I, I I've seen the second movie enough, but like. Uh, but two seems to remember a lot from the second movie.
0: Yeah, it's fine, because, like, the second movie was a second act, so it was yeah. just, like, a lot of... It was a lot of...
1: A lot of battles, story, essentially. S-
0: story beat battles. Like, it yeah. was it was covering a lot of bases.
1: So, the basic summary of the second movie was just that, you know, they still gotta get to Jaburo, and they do at the end. Mm-hmm. But at first, you know, to avenge the death of the youngest son of the char-killed Garma, they send down their big, badass Nick Offerman, Ramba Yeah,
0: the Romba Rall, the greatest of the grade, who we, we, we touched upon in the last yes, movie. Yes, because
1: he showed up for, like, the last 20 minutes.
0: Right. A little awkward. Like you, you mentioned that you wished that they cut that differently. Like they yeah, started. Yeah, like that.
1: That because like I think because in the manga they do they um the second in the origin at the end of the second book it ends with Garma's death speech mm-hmm. and then Rambaral is like ha- isn't even mentioned. So right. I'm guess they're waiting for book three. Rambaral Right. I've been reading in the Origin by the way.
0: That's, yeah, it's a super it's a super rad manga. He's got like the rad ass hardbound. That's me spanking this manga because it's so sweet. Book five. It's so naughty. Um, <laughs> uh, it's really good. Anyone,
1: um, pick them up. They're very good. Thirty bucks for a hardcover is not bad at all. Yeah. And support them. Considering, so can...
0: considering, like softbound manga volumes are like sometimes twelve bucks.
1: And these are like that's that's like three of them right there.
0: Yeah, and this is and this is super nice quality magazine gloss paper. Oh, it is. I this is the first time opening this, and some of the pages are colored really nice. It's like watercolor. Yeah, I dig it.
1: And because guys, if that's you, worth the money. If you buy these from Vertical. If you're into Gundam and you're into the Universal Century, you're doing yourself a disservice by not buying these. Because that means that if we prove to Bandai that America wants more Gundam shit, we're going to start getting Gundam shit again.
0: Especially more UC Gundam shit.
1: We haven't gotten a UC Gundam game since Mobile Suit Gundam Crossfire in 2007, which sucked ass. (laughs) I had to import all the good ones.
0: Yeah, well, well, we should do we should do a thing on just Gundam games because yeah. it's been an interesting history, especially yeah. talking about importing and what games are good. Because like most of them aren't.
1: Yeah, most of them aren't. A lot of them are kind of shovelwarey, but which I is can, weird. I, I'll get. We'll get to that another episode. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So but anyway, um, the second movie,
1: <laughs> second movie. So Romberal comes down to avenge Garma. So Romberal reveals uh, after many attacks with his badass new MS07B Goof.
0: Yes, which
1: is the successor to the Zaku, the my, MS06 Zaku too
0: My. Favorite mech. So his my, goof. Favorite, my favorite UC Gundam mech, probably. Yeah. At least Neon mech. Honestly, though, I don't like what's in, in the universe. And like, yeah, I don't know. I don't have a favorite. Like, it's just goofs. Yeah, goofs. I love goofs. 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 Um, <laughs> I, wh-
1: well, you like the Hakushiki a lot, but that's for another. That's well, another that, I
0: mean, like, honestly, yeah, that's okay. My my favorite. I don't know. See, now you have got me thinking because it's like, I guess yeah, it's not a, it's not a Gundam. The Hyakushiki.
1: Yeah, well, it, it, it's it's been retconned to be a gun, and we'll talk about that in Zeta.
0: Right, right, right. But anyway, I'm just, I'm just. This is just me having like having to choose between my children. An
1: Existential crisis of, of mobile suits. So anyway, uh proves to be like the first actual crazy adversary to Amuro. He scares the shit out of Amuro. He's... Amuro's fucking terrified.
0: He is the ace. He is there. He is he is like the guy that they bring. He's like, he's like that guy that they bring in in a Shonen anime when the big bad's like, oh, we actually have to get serious with these guys. And like at the end of the, I almost picture like when when we were talking about they should they should have recut it like like maybe like end the first movie on Garma's speech but then do that then do that uh Evangelion first rebuild movie yeah. where Kaoru is just at the end for like 3 seconds just yeah. have that with Ross Sur- <laughs> Ron- Sur- <laughs> Surf's up Shinji-kun Surf's up Amuro <laughs> Even
1: though I don't think he ever learned Amuro's name But, uh, so Rambaral, though, is is actually, when you get to meet him, is a really good guy, cares a lot about his soldiers, keeps cares about their lives, literally yells at one of his soldiers to stop being reckless so that he doesn't die. Yeah. Not because you know you're gonna jeopardize the mission, because you have a family to think about.
0: You're in a Zaku, boy. What do you think you're up to? You're going to die. These things are like the Pinto of mobile suits.
1: (laughs) But, um, so anyway, Rambaral leads a successful attack on the White Base. Right. And, um, where he meets Saila Mass and reveals her true name as Artesia Daikun.
0: Frickin', uh Char's Char's sister Char's Sissy.
1: And uh that he is the one who pre mu- he was one of the people who helped him and his father helped raise Char and uh Selah under mm. the names Casval and uh Sale and uh, Artesia Daikun who then li- lived on earth under the names Edward and Sela Mass. Cool. Edward spelled E D O U A R D
0: because this is Gundam and there's no such thing as a normal name.
1: And uh so yeah. But um so she reveals that, that uh, and um, but we don't quite know what that means yet. So mm. Ron Baral heroically dies by jumping into the Gundam's hand.
0: With a freaking grenade. With a
1: freaking grenade, much to Amuro's horror. Yeah. Amuro also tried to run away from the White Base.
0: He <laughs> yeah, buried them with a Gundam. Well, that, that was in the first movie.
1: Yeah, No, that was in the second one. That was the beginning of the second movie. Really? I
0: could have sworn. Because after
1: he fought Ron Baral for the first time, he's just like, I can't fucking do this. He's... Oh,
0: right. Because, like, so he just... Then he
1: meets Ron Baral at the bar, and he's oh, like, yeah. oh shit, I gotta fight this guy. Yeah. Well, then, no. Then he's like, these are the guys yeah. I'm fighting, and then he yeah, sees that the...
0: it's Rambaral and he cuts open the yeah. Saku. But then and like Rambaral's, Rambaral's, uh, are
1: they, are they married? They're, they're. I think they're either married or fiancés.
0: Okay, so engaged. But what's her? We haven't said it. What's her name?
1: Uh, her name is Howley Cromon. Uh, no, Crowley
0: Hamon. Crowley Hamon, and it's like yet another older woman Amro has the hots for. It's like Jesus Amro, fucking on the prowl for cougars through this whole. <laughs> it was Matilda. <laughs> yeah.
1: Matilda. <laughs> So anyway, that's what happens next. So after they after Rambaral's death, um, they start getting closer to Jaburo, mm-hmm. which is you know Federation headquarters. That's where they need to be. Right. That's the goal. So they're getting closer to Jabro and they under, are under attack by the Black Tri Stars, right? Which are three guys in the new mobile suit Doms, right? Which are uh, heavy ground units. So the Doms are are fucking them up. They're they're the Black Tri Stars Mash Ortega and Gaia.
0: <laughs> they should have they should have made like a head one to be the leader and called it the Daddy Dom. Oh my god. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, so anyway, they, uh...
0: I'm here for your cummies, white base. This
1: is, um, this is actually a big difference between the series and the movies, which mm. I'm going to explain now. There's two differences in this movie. This is the one that has the most differences. Right. Two big differences between the series and the movies involve, um, the Black Tri-Stars. Whereas, in the series, they kind of go and they they routinely menace the white base for a while until one of them dies. In the battle where all three of them die, only one of them dies. I forget which one. But Matilda still is killed. Okay. Matilda's still killed by them. And there's the whole tra- tragic, matilda son And all that. But what happens immediately afterward is the Battle of Odessa, which mm. they talk about in the movie, but the White Base doesn't participate in it. This has been, except generally accepted, that the White Base did not participate in the Battle of, of Odessa. Um. So the Battle of a o- so McQuivey, if you remember him, he only showed up very briefly in the second movie. He had purple hair and was talking about a vase.
0: His uh, name has like one vowel.
1: Yeah, McCuvie.
0: McCuv. McCuv.
1: McCuv. and so uh in the in the series he betrays Ron Baral. Right. whereas in the he says that he can't send him doms for a bullshit reason but in the movie he's telling the truth that he needs them for Odessa which is true he does need them for Ode- for odessa but um so they make him a lot more of a good guy and then in the movies he also uh tries to fight, break the Antarctic trail, uh the Antarctic, um treaty by firing a nuclear missile at the at the white base which the gundam disarms, or like th- destroys i forgot i forget which one mm. so the battle of odessa is fu- is the biggest turning point in this war where um, Odessa is an area in Russia, I think. I forget. It's Eastern Europe. Yeah. Um, I might be wrong on that. Correct me if I am wrong. Please do. If I'm ever wrong on this podcast, correct me, and I will stand... And then if you if you are wrong correcting me, I will then tell you how you are wrong as
0: well. <laughs> yeah. But well.
1: if I am actually wrong, I will fess up to it.
0: Yes, e- email us at, uh, metro, at Yes. Uh,
1: the Battle of Odessa is the biggest, uh, is, it was a big manufacturing area, which is the fir- first place Zeon ca- caught, because, you know, Zeon needs resources, because that's what they didn't have as compared to the Federation. So that's where they build mobile suits and all that, and so the Federation wanted that that off-Earth. So you, the Federation, using very few mobile suits, mostly tanks and planes, fought against Zeon and won at heavy cost. Mm-hmm. The Federation won, but they still lost more than Zeon did in that battle. Right. So that was, that was the turning point of the war, is Odessa. That's when it started turning into... So what happens immediately after Odessa is... The White Base flies over the the wreckage of the Battle of Odessa and tearfully throws off, like, you know, a wreath and whatever, and they have the big funeral for Matilda and everybody who died at Odessa. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And then uh, they reach Jabra, which is, you know, the big base, and that's when you get to see the Federation really isn't as good as they've made it out to be. Like, the Federation kind of suck.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, cause uh, it's the military, and then that's their—they're
1: not really the good guys. No. Neither are really are on the bad guys, which is why Gundam is so. Yeah,
0: it's it's literally like the people at the very tippy top just ruin it for everyone. And I think that's that's the truest war war theme I've ever seen in my life. And yeah. I've really only seen something that blatant before in Gundam.
1: Yeah, which is why I love Double O Seventy Nine in particular. Anyway, the Battle of Jaburo. Char leads us, leads it in... Oh yeah, we also Kai's girlfriend.
0: Oh, Kai yeah, gets that, a girlfriend, and she dies. It, that whole so. Because like that, that's the thing about this movie. I, I super dug this movie the second time watching yeah. it. Uh, but the thing about it was, it's less of a movie and more of like multiple plot lines from the, the show that they couldn't cut out for really for because because like I feel like
1: they could have cut out Kai's girlfriend out of most of them.
0: But then like Kai would have been even more pointless. Yeah,
1: Kai would have been more pointless. <laughs> would.
0: Imagine if there was like a Kylas cut. <laughs> just the just, gun cannon. They don't just they don't they don't ever mention who's in the gun well, cannon. In, just some guy. In, in, it's Job. In
1: origin, they have two gun gun great, cannons. Great jo- job, great. Job. Jo- His name is actually Job John. His name is Job John. Great job. Um. So Job and uh, and Kai are the two gun cannon pilots. Yeah. Kai pilots an actual gun cannon. Where Kai or Job pilots like a, a prototype gun cannon doesn't even have hands. It has like claws. <laughs> and it's a little like stockier. Great job. Uh. But yeah. So the battle of 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 um the battle of,
0: okay, Jobaro
1: Oh. Battle of Jaburo takes place where it reveals that the Federation has a ton of mass-produced space-type GMs mm-hmm. which are going to launch into space, and the children pretty much win the war, just won the war. That
0: that blew my mind when I realized it, because this is my second time watching the movie, but it's like, okay, so the, the kids go off exploring because they're little shitty kids, and, yeah. Uh, okay. Forward. This is this is after they've landed in Jabro, which they have this really beautiful shot of the white base landing in Jabro. with capybaras. With capybaras running alongside it, and like this scene was made for me because capybara are my favorite are my favorite animal on the face of the your earth. Favorite they, an-
1: your favorite living creature,
0: probably <laughs> prabba fucking blee. And so like so these kids are exploring around, and you know they they stumble upon the hangar full of the full of all the mobile suits they, they stumble upon it at the same time Char's team is like dropping it, is like yeah. bombs they are planning bombs to blow up this entire to blow up the, the, all of their GMs and win the war and these kids find them and they're like we got to get these out of here so they hijack like a jeep and it's like you know, ones. I'm pretty sure they're doing the kid like like rat little rascals thing where one's got the freaking yeah. gas gas and like, pedals Kass, and ones Kass driving.
1: Like, like, Kika and let are doing that while Kata's in the back like fucking
0: yeah, making sure they don't fucking die. And then it's like they just like cur- like like Amro finds them and they just like they just like all Amro Ka- Amuro and Kai, I think. Yeah, um, Amro and Kai. Amro and Kai find them and then like they they do the whole like they 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 jump into the other jeep and then Kai and Amro just like drives it off a <laughs> cliff and like rolls out of it. Yeah. And then it just explodes and I was just like that. That saved that one these these shitty (laughs) little comic relief children won the war war. for
1: the Federation. So So it's
0: so everything Char's counterattack is their fault.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Zeta's their fault too. So Kots is still shitty even not in Zeta. Because oh I'm trying to imagine, like, like Camille kind of looking at Kotz like, you did
0: this. What if, yeah, like, that's, like, like they don't do it. What if they did do that? We're like, hey, remember when you saved, the, remember when you won the war? Like, no, I was three.
1: <laughs> well, like, Kotz is 14 in Zeta, so Kotz was seven.
0: Oh, wow. Those that's... are those are tiny, chubby well, no, seven-year-olds. That's okay, like... so
1: seven, it's, no, it takes place in 0087, which is eight years. Mm-hmm. So... Cots was six. Cots was
0: the oldest one, so he's six. Okay, so that, that's that's I'll believe that more. at six years old, yeah.
1: So Cots is six because he, uh, he was fourteen, and uh, and he was fourteen, and Amro. There's a scene in Zeta that I'm spoiling, but it, it's early. It's not. It's early on in Zeta where Amro looks at looks at Kotz, looks at Cots, and he gives him a gun. He's like, "I had one, he's not your age." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so the battle. So Char. So Char leads on a full attack and a red Z-gok Right and a really silly moment where it's running around fast, just kind of going across the screen. <laughs>
0: uh, they just like upped its frame rate. <laughs>
1: And, uh, but uh, and sadly, Lieutenant Woody uh, Matilda's fi- uh, uh, husband to be dies as
0: well. Well, I mean, like he had nothing left to live for. His character literally was like, "I'm gonna marry that lady," and then that lady died, and he was like, "Well,
1: <laughs> well, I better save Amaro. He had a boner for her too, I guess." <laughs> and we meet uh, the new crew member, Slegger Law, the womanizer with blonde hair and buck tooth, overbite and blonde
0: hair. <laughs> that motherfucker.
1: He had oh. a much bigger part par- in the uh, in the series. He plays a big part in the third movie, but he act- also is the inspiration for uh, the entire of the ter- entirety of Macross. Wow. Whereas the guy who made Macross wished Slager was like a main character, so he made the main ca- one of the main characters of Macross, Roy Fokker, after Slager, even though <laughs> I think he had the same voice actor. Oh wow. We'll get to Macross eventually. Yeah. So uh, you, there's one thing you. So the end the movie ends with Char's team repe- repelled and them heading and them chasing Zeon into space, mm-hmm. and uh, that's how the movie ends with I Senchi blasting at us. <laughs> and it's like the greatest song ever but um uh Tooch wanted I think I just remember you wanted to talk about how the Gundam was never really on model
0: yeah yeah it's like um just cuz like uh, up until up until Gundam sort of like like pioneered the real robot genre super robots were very much drawn towards their budget like lots of circles lots of very smooth metal so you can just and they moved like people and, like, so it's, like, a lot of the squish and stretch, a lot of changing size parts. What's that ter- term that the Transformers invented that you know when, when, when Transformers transform into something smaller? Size con- condensation or whatever? Size compression or something like that? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I
1: don't know. I'm not a big Transformers guy. Yeah, but, but for
0: some reason you always knew that term. Just because I have a friend who uh,
1: who's super into Transformers.
0: Yeah, but it's, like, um...
1: Size compression, I think it is.
0: Yeah, something like that. So, like, it's... So there was a lot of that in the super robot genre. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, but like real robots th- this one generally tried to be more like no these robots make sense and the Gundam pretty much makes the most sense especially for its era yeah like The it Gundam has... is a ridiculously ahead of its time yeah and um
1: it's just in terms of drawing it
0: <laughs> yeah but like still they they but still like they had a television budget in the 70s so uh, you know, you had different people boarding different scenes, and so uh, I'm sure. Well, especially because that was like the very first series. Nowadays, you've got people that probably build their careers on "Look how good I can draw a Gundam," yeah. you know, because Gundams have a style now.
1: Yeah, that's how I remember. there was a Dojin writer who um used to do gun. Who did a uh, this might be entirely f- incorrect, but I think I read this on 4chan. So this <laughs> might even be, but I think this is cool if it's true. There's a series of novels that bridge the gap between Stardust Memory and Zeta called Advance of Zeta. Mm-hmm. And it's all about the formation of the Titans and all that. And so, there's a guy who made a series, who made a Dojin series. It was, yeah. like, a non-hentai Dojin series, which... Why? Holy, why? Why would but you waste was, your
0: time? I can't, was a, I can't jerk off to this. It was,
1: uh, it was called 0091 Pointless War. Mm-hmm. Or Meaningless War or something like that. And it it was supposed to be, like, a prequel to Charles Counterattack. God, and that he, could
0: be the subtitle for every Gundam series. <laughs> <laughs> the Meaningless the, War.
1: And, uh, but... He did all the mech designs himself, and I think he, he also did the mech designs for the Advance of Zeta series, because he got hired by Bandai because he was so fucking good at it.
0: Oh, wow. That reminds me of a... That
1: might be entirely incorrect.
0: That just... Well, I mean, that's... All I know is it might be true simply because, uh... Do you remember the that weird c- semi-adaptation Pokemon manga, Hey You Pikachu, or something like that? The, the Electric Tales of Pikachu.
1: No, I don't remember that. Uh, I, was th- I thought you were talking about Pokemon Adventure, which is no. actually on
0: point. Pokemon Adventure is on point, but they made they made this this weird just like sub just like a little whatever the whatever the manga equivalent of an OVA is where it's like, like a it's one o- shot? yeah its own continuity it's like a mini series yeah. and it was just like it was roughly it was like weird it was like Ash the anime mixed with the game and doing its own thing a little bit and the art style is really noticeable that person the, the the artist who drew that was a was is more known for being a hentai artist. <laughs> Wow. And they drew like a totally safe for kids fucking Pokemon. Manga that who, I that I read as a kid, they brought it over.
1: The guy who did, um, who did Helsing, um, what's his, the fuck is his name? I was gonna say Kentaro Miura, but that's the that's the Berserk guy, right? Um, it's they made him, they made it. He, he's friends with the guy who made High School of the Dead. So there's a character in High School of the Dead who literally is just him.
0: <laughs> he he was the guy with the the fat guy with the glasses, and he I, looks just like the guy who made Helsing. I literally like. I literally like th- three years ago, probably. I-, I watched the first episode of High School: of The Dead and went, "This is horseshit!" and stopped watching.
1: <laughs> I just remember that because Alex really was into it. and I wanted to watch it. God. Uh, and, Which um, Alex?
0: You know, like twenty. Alex
1: one. <laughs> Alex from Double Jump, that Alex. Oh, really? Yeah. He was
0: in the High School of the Dead. Yeah. How long ago was this? Like,
1: my, my freshman year of high school.
0: Oh, okay. Then that's... It was a. Lot,
1: that's one, That's the one I watched. Even it was... Al- even Alex
0: will agree he was a piss baby. Batman. Well, I mean, I I was fifteen. Exactly. We were like so, you guys like, were fifteen. But um, that's the guy understandable.
1: Who wrote Helsing. Um, he was famous for making like it's a ton of really like weird like not even supposed to be sexy but just kind of just to be offbeat and weird hentai comics. Mm-hmm. And uh he then took all those characters from them and then made Helsing out of it wow yeah
0: he literally just like turned his used his ocs for something other than fucking pretty much <laughs> that's interesting i like that and so i've read some of them because they're like they're they're weird they're weird and one of them is also kind of canon okay so when when you say weird in what in like the story way or the tone way or the art way all three. Oh wow what are some okay i, I won't ask for details but tell it's me nothing,
1: nothing gratuitous it's not like oh it's... i know
0: but like what are the tags like, what are some- It's super. It's totally vanilla,
1: it's just the context is so strange. Because it's like, he's like, I'm gonna make a hentai comic, but I'm gonna be, have it about a mercenary team, a, a French resistance mercenary team in the middle of World War Two. Like, that. that's the kind of- yeah. So it's like, it's an actual serious comic, there's just a lot of titties and fucking in between battles.
0: Lots of humping. Wow. So anyway- Anyway-
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just say, back to back to Gundam. Uh, we, I think we're pretty much done with the second movie. We've... Uh, yeah. Is there anything? Um... Oh, one last plot point I forgot because there's a lot of them. In this there's movie. a lot of plot. Crowley, uh, Robert Rawls' wife does like a suicide attack on right. uh, the White Base and ends up killing Rio,
0: mm-hmm. uh, our
1: big Rio Jose, our half Japanese, half Mexican badass. Well, of the didn't team. you
0: say there was? Did did you mention both differences you were talking about? Because you mentioned yeah, the Battle of M- Odessa M-Cube. was the difference. Oh, def- okay, yeah, the
1: Battle of Odessa, and then the other difference being um, the so Black then, Tri-Stars. Um,
0: remind me how the second movie ended, because then we started watching the third. After that, so the like, second it's...
1: movie ended with them going into space, with like the hill montage of them shooting into space, and then yeah, going back into space, and the kids still just away. got back. Like it's well, because essentially what happens is the the White Base said they're like, "Cool, we can finally get rid of all." So they got rid of the refugees finally. Like, right. The refugees are finally safe, but they said. Like, we can finally stop, right? And they're like, no, you're the center of our fleet. Like, you need, you have the Gundam. You need to lead the attack. And they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> and so that's... And they're like, really? Like, after all this? And they're like, oh yeah, by the way, like, um, fuck all of you. Uh, we're giving all you guys new type psychological evaluations. Which they finally explained what a new type is. Mm-hmm. And uh, as to... The minute, next stage in human, human evolution. evolution,
0: which they said every three minutes. This... I, I, I mentioned this while we were watching it, that... The, the 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 phrase for Gundam new types are the next stage in human evolution, or it's always like it's never new types are it's always like they're talking about new types, and someone goes they say they're the next stage in human evolution that exact fucking sentence it's the, it's the fucking with great power comes great responsibility, responsibility of this trilogy <laughs> of this trilogy of films. do they do it in Zeta well, in Zeta almost everybody's a new type in Zeta,
1: so like in zeta it's more like it becomes more of kind of like like uh it's oh you're a new type <laughs> yeah it's kind of it' kind of comes more like. It's like whenever I'm trying to get people into Gundam and they're a fan of Halo, I always kind of like, I always kind of like explain it where like they're like, okay, so what's the difference between a mobile suit and a Gundam? I was like, okay, mobile suits are Marines, Gundams are Spartans. If I ever try to like say that, (laughs) that's good though. If I ever try to explain it in a Halo context, I like that. So you know, like that's that's how I explain it, and they're like, so you know, you can't make that many Spartans, which is why there's only a few Gundams, but they can make mass-produced garbage, which are the Marines.
0: Right. You
1: can kill a Marine in three shots. It takes about a fucking mass. It takes about like five guys to
0: kill a Gundam. Right. So that's. That's how I explain that. And then Z- and then Zaku's are grunts. Zaku's are Zaku's are grunts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're, everywhere. They're everywhere. That's that's actually a line from um, a marathon. <laughs> which is, uh, they have, like, civilians on board called BOBS, which stands for born on board. Like, they're born on board the ship. Huh. And so they run around, and then whenever, they're always civilians. You can't shoot, at, you can shoot them, but, like, you get yelled at, but you get, really like, no repercussions at all. You just get a kind of slap on the wrist. Just murder whoever you want. Pretty much. And they always get in your way, and they're like, they're everywhere! but they always, in my always, way, like, sir. They're always yell like, they're everywhere! And I'm like, <laughs> I love, I love Marathon. It's a
0: Gundam! I beat Marathon 1, actually.
1: Oh, rad. Yeah, I finally did. It's, that game's fucking hard.
0: <laughs> good. Good, good, good. So, um. So now that uh, now that White Base is back in the outer in Spence, space. we
1: can we can end this trilogy. And uh so let's let's wrap this up with positives and negatives.
0: Um well you wanna go first? Uh positives. Uh Rambaral is the greatest character in the Universal Century. Uh <laughs> Well maybe, I'll finish. I'll finish If I like anybody better because the Universal Century has a lot of shows, he'll still definitely be top five. <laughs> uh
1: fun fact, anybody who's seen Build Fighters, um I did not know this, and I'm surprised I did not know this. The guy the character Mr. Rawl, who is the Ramba Rawl like of Build Fighters, is literally just voiced by Ramba Rawl.
0: Yes, that's the thing about build fighters. They literally just shove a whole bunch of references in a universe where Gundam exists. Yeah. So it just like they just like It's, oh, a, wow. it's like
1: Yu-Gi-Oh but instead of everyone being obsessed with a card game they're obsessed with Gundam. It's like it's my ideal
0: universe. I want to live there. It's like the th- it's like the third series of Digimon if the teacher who was voiced by Kari's voice actress just was Kari and nobody thought it was weird.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um so anyway, positives for me: uh, lots of exciting battles. The animation is oh, yeah. definitely—you can definitely tell they used a lot more new animation than mm-hmm. stock footage in this one. You can kind of tell the difference yeah. at places, but like it seems that almost all like the big fights have been re- have been re-edited, yeah. re- redesigned, reanimated. Um, lots of exciting battles. There's a lot of battles in this one. If you want, if you're going in this for the battles, you're going to be happy with this one.
0: Oh yeah, two's definitely two's definitely the high point, which is interesting because mostly when they. Mostly when people make trilogy movies with a trilogy in mind, they'll make the second movie, like, the longest and most world-building so they can just go straight into the third act and hit you hard with the final That's one. That's what I think this one does. Yeah, but, but like, in a good way. They actually yeah. pulled it off, where most yeah. movies don't. Like, fucking, dude, The Two Towers? Yeah, yeah, Two Towers. Oh. Two ta- <laughs> Punch <laughs> me in the head and wake me up when Return of the King starts. Because <laughs> Christ knows, does anything even... Nothing's accomplished. It all just, like, literally... You, you could probably watch the first act of Two Towers, and then just go straight to Return of the the King. And all you would do... Go
1: from there taking the hobbits to Isengard all the way to the Battle of Helm's Deep, and then you're just done.
0: (laughs) All you would miss is, like, 20 minutes of... Of Merry and Pippin trying to get these fucking tree people to listen to fucking reason,
1: and then Bill and then and then Frodo angst.
0: Yes, lots Fro- of Frodo, Frodo angst. Frodo and Sam angst. Yeah, but anyway. and Gollum, and a few cool Gollum moments. Gollum, a Gollum was the only thing. Gollum was the only redeeming thing about the two. But, times. Uh, we're, getting, we're that's for Lord of the Rings. <laughs> that's for Lord of the Rings retrospective. Sadly, Lord of the Rings is not a mech series.
1: <laughs> um. So, but anyway, they did a good job in this one. Negatives: the pacing is pretty is pretty whack. There seems to be a lot of gaps where like. They'll like, for, like, it'll be scenes where, like, they are just survive the battles, and everything's kind of wrecked, and then it's yeah. all repaired in the next scene, because the, they skip the the episode in between. Yeah,
0: this movie, this is the movie where you can tell it used to be a television series.
1: And the first one, you can kind of tell it looked like a movie. Yeah. It felt like they edited pretty well. This one's editing wasn't quite as good. I think the fourth, the fourth, the fourth, third movie is the one I think is the high point, just because the series, the in the series, the pacing of the last few episodes, because it condensed the last, supposed to be seven episodes into three Ah. So, they they managed to stretch out a lot more development into the third movie. That's good. Which I like. Yeah. Anyway, uh, those are my positives and negatives. Uh, the animation and the uh, the character development and the um, battles are some positives. The pacing is the negatives.
0: Yeah. Yeah, negatives. Uh, yeah, n- negatives for me, just, like, it was just really, it was just, like, like I was talking before about, like, the, the Gundam not being all mild. That was the only, like, negative thing. Because, like, like, I paid attention to how they animated everybody, like... The animation team seemed super good about drawing Zaku's, maybe yeah. because they were rounder. I don't know, like, mm-hmm. but like everything else was like super on point. But the Gundam, like every scene, it was like a different width. It was different, like thickness. Its feet were super weird because like
1: its head it sometimes get really like squished in and sometimes yeah. Like,
0: and I think because like, and, but but the feet especially because like nowadays Gundams have are known for just having really fat feet. They got like well they need to stand. They yeah, back. they they got rad fucking fucking b ball kicks. <laughs> um. Uh, fucking unlaced, like fucking run d m c uh unlaced Adidas rocking', them. and um but for this is the very first Gundam show, so I guess you know the 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 show was pitched like, oh, it's a real robot, so he's more proportioned like a human, so in some scenes, the Gundam has like little dainty people feet, and it's awkward, yeah, uh-
1: <laughs> I didn't pick like two also super in animation, and I yeah uh, so I guess i didn't I didn't pick up on it at all. I just saw mostly the head is what I picked up on more of it,
0: you know, it's you know what's you know the best way to the, the best way to notice animation and i'm not usually one of these people but it happens every time whenever i watch cartoon stoned i pick up way better on how it's drawn and how they constructed a scene in the storyboard in the storyboarding and like oh it's, yeah it's an experience <laughs> uh i but... gotta
1: try i've watched anime stone but like i i guess i'm just like i can't focus on anything when i'm stoned really hmm. like i can do video games because like you know lots of shit going on at once but yeah. like i couldn't play like an rpg or something i need to play like a fighting game or like grand theft Auto oh, true, or something like, where things are exploding yeah. every four minutes I get really ADD.
0: That's the, no, no, no. That makes sense because if you're not focused on something, you fade out.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what I tried to do, when I tried to watch a movie when I was stoned. But anyway, that's about marijuana, not about Gundam. So <laughs> I think we've wrapped it up. Uh, your positives are rummoral and uh, Cappy Bar and, and, and your mm. yeah. And you so I agree with yours. You agree with mine. So I think we're in, we're, in, we're mutual in our yeah. agreement. So let's go watch the third movie and finally release this damn
0: episode, and then watch Origin or maybe something else. Hopefully, it won't take ten days this time.
1: so that was uh movie three we're back i always get emotional at the end of that movie this is
0: pretty it's pretty emotional it's yeah i, I get
1: i get emotional i think that's like i think there's one moment when i tear up in every Gundam series and that's the one for me for uh for 0079 is the way ending Amuro kind of floating in you know, telling Lala, I can't die right now. I got shit I gotta do. People ca- actually care about me, and I'm aware of that now.
0: And Lala and and Lala fucking New Type Heaven's probably like, oh, well then, go fuck yourself. She's in, like, the live stream or whatever. The, 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 <laughs> the, stream. She's part of the Speed Force now. Speed Force. <laughs> That's she's, the... she's
1: part of Time Patrol. <laughs> 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 she can, obviously, because she, she saw the time.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, like, for some reason, like, because uh, in Western comics and DC Comics, this the Speed Force is what gives, like, every speedster... It's some weird paradimensional force that just makes you able to run fast and not die, because at some point comics got real enough where someone went, "Hey, if somebody were actually able to run as fast as the Flash, they would just break apart." Uh, so <laughs> we need to be able, to, like, if they, the it <laughs> if they, is ca- made if goes fast, if they, if if he came to a dead stop like he always does, his organs are probably just like careen through his body and just like just, like everything just flies forward. So they made this, this. So I guess the speed force is like this. Like, at one point in time, it was almost like its own dimension. It was like a stream of time and spin, and it was super dumb. So like time, that's basically my wizard did it joke. My own <laughs> personal wizard did it. it's the speed force. force. It's there's, the Speed Force. There's,
1: there's a giant bomb joke that I love, which is, um, they're talking about, uh, Dragon Age Origins, where, mm-hmm. like, you'd have, like, your party members, and they would, like, Jeff was giving an example, or he's just like, yeah, the, like, your party members would kind of say different things, depending on what they are. Like, well, like one guy would be like, I'm a wizard, and that's fucked up. <laughs> so they would just kind of be like, no, guys, you don't understand, I'm a wizard, and I'm that's a wizard,
0: up. <laughs> and that's fucked up. So that was, so, like, uh, anyway, this movie like, our favorite movie, and we haven't <laughs> talked about, about it yet. yet.
1: We've been recording for two minutes and I haven't even touched upon it yet. <laughs> Good um, lord. <laughs> um, so yes, this this one covers a lot of, a lot of plot. Two, but not nearly as much as the second one.
0: Well, it's more like there's a lot going on, but it's all like it's it's the ending. So so
1: the main summary of this one is, uh, they there's a battle, right, and they go to side six, which we'll talk more about side six when we reach in the Pocket and why that's so fucking heartbreaking that they arrive just then. Oof. Yeah, and uh, so so immediately they trans they go for, and um, Amuro has that weird scene where he meets Lala and shit gets cosmic. Whew. But, uh, so new type shit starts actually being a thing.
0: Yeah, they start, like, getting their powers and stuff.
1: Like, Amuro is definitely, like, getting next level with his sixth sense and shit.
0: Like, did, like, well, did Lala always have it? Because she seemed to be, like, the new type guru. She seemed to know what was going on.
1: Yeah, well, Lala, Lala is, like, established as one of the most powerful new types. Like, one of the most, like, latent powerful new types. Like, even though Camille is, is like, 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 number two in terms of new typeness. But we'll get to who that is, in Zeta. So
0: the real question is, which one has the cooler underwear? Uh, <laughs> Camille, by default, because amazingly, for as flowy as her dresses, they they avoided upskirts.
1: Yeah, they did. Well, this was this really wasn't a fan servicing show. There were some. There was like two moments of tit, but like. <laughs> That was
0: for the movie. Yeah, that's for the movie. As to spice it up, we got get the 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 rare and elusive anime nipple. Well, like uh, even in, which even in males is often not seen. Well, there is a nipple <laughs> in the opening of Gundam Seed. Oh, <laughs> it's like a ju- it's like a silhouette nipple. Oh my god! It's I was trying to so show. So uh, bad. It's like a it's like a it's like a water balloon in zero g. Oh, fan service garbage.
1: Yeah. Anyway, to see um, so yes, uh, they immediately go to the Battle of Solomon. Uh, which Solomon, being one of another Zeon defense post, big mm. asteroid base, they managed to uh to win through. Dazzle Zabi, tearful, the uh, the eldest Zabi, the second eldest Zabi son, um, the biggest Zabi, the big. Well, actually, oh. he's the third eldest Zabi son according to Origin.
0: He's the baby. <laughs>
1: he's he's the middle child, and he's he's the big scary man with the scars, and he gets into his big Zam after tearfully telling his wife and child to escape. And uh he sacrifices his life against Amaro. Slager just eats shit against it.
0: Dazzle Zombie is the most likable Zombie, basically.
1: Yeah, he is. Garma was pretty okay, but we never get we didn't really get to meet Garma nearly as much.
0: I mean, I don't know. Char, yeah. Char didn't like him, I'm sure. <laughs>
1: <did>. <laughs> um well I mean he said he kindly told right before he fucking ended Cassilia, he was like, I'll set, I'm gonna give you a Frank
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although like the zombies hate each other, so yeah. I think it was like ironic. Like you thought you were rid of them, <laughs> here's your entire family. Technically, the zombie family is now together in the in the left.
1: Yeah, the only zombie left is Mineva zombie, and she comes back later, so don't worry about that. That is not a plot. There, they forgot. Yes. unlike sela they forgot about <laughs>
0: sela So, um, motherfuckers act like they forgot about Zayla
1: after Solomon. Um, where Slager dies, Mirai had a little bit of a thing with Slager, I guess.
0: Was it in the TV series more? I think so. I think it, but like... They should have just cut that out altogether, because it was out of nowhere. Like, you shoved that dude I almost had to marry. I love you now. Yeah, pretty much.
1: <laughs> and then, uh, but Slagger, Slagger, kamikaze himself right into into, into Pig exam and then literally evaporated.
0: Hello, boys! <laughs> I'm back! Like, fucking Independence <laughs> Day. Ne- negative just impacted on the surface. Just, he just literally, he was literally evaporated. <laughs> but so, but since we've now brought it up, let's... Let's, let's discuss further, um, basically the thing that got me into Universal Century, the, the big, big Zam.
1: Exam. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's an ATST that started pumping iron. Oh,
0: hey, Big Zam. <laughs> uh, so actually, if we want to follow, if we want to backwards backtrack to the real source of the matter, technically Game Grumps. Yeah. Daniel Sexbang Avadon. I keep wanting to say Daniel Avadon Sexbang as if his real last name <laughs> is his is his fake middle name because <laughs> it just rolls off the tongue better. Daniel Avadon Sexbang. But um,
1: well, you put the Sexbang in parentheses.
0: He who knows nothing about Gundam was roped into playing like that multiplayer side yeah, the shit, side the really fighting bad game,
1: uh, battle, uh, battle Assault Two.
0: And like Aaron had unlocked, Aaron had like it, they either either he unlocked it or they got sent again there. Everything was unlocked including Big Zam, which yeah. I believe was a boss in the game, I think. Yeah. And so he literally did not play a single match in that game where he no. was big. Aaron they, kept picking something different, and then Dana would be like, all right, I'll just, uh, ooh, let me try out this one. Uh, oh, and hey, Big Zam. And then he just kept, and then, so Aaron didn't win a single match. Except <laughs> when they had a ball fight where they played two balls. Oh, yeah, I think they did, yeah. But, and they kept making testicle jokes. Of course, because that's what you do with a ball.
1: Yeah. Knowing my luck, I'd be stuck in a ball if I was a Fetty pilot. That'd be me. I'd be like the balls. And then no. if you yeah. were
0: if you were in Zeons, you'd be in a Zaku One. <laughs> I would just be in a Zaku One. They're like,
1: "Does this thing? Get? Yeah. If, if there's like a hole anywhere, like there is no there's no security <laughs> like, counter." Like
0: you sh- get into it, and it's just like,
1: <laughs> 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 like they don't even give me a gun. They give me like a squirt. They You're me... gonna
0: flood it. <laughs>
1: They're just like, "What do you have? Uh, we gave you so. Okay, we don't have a rocket launcher for you. Here's some rockets. Just throw them at them. Maybe they'll explode. It's got like
0: it's got like a ripcord. Like a Zaku One."
1: So, uh, yeah, so that was- so the second- so after Solomon, you see there's a lot of inner strife with the Zabi family, they all hate each other, as Tooch made abundantly clear. Shit looks grim for the, uh, for, for Zion. Like, looks pretty grim. And so- this is, the Federation is definitely on the upswing. We see GMs and GMs and balls kind of going, flying everywhere, doing right. shit.
0: Like, they're always latched onto the side of ships like Remoras. because yeah,
1: they don't really have... It's funny, because, like, the Federation didn't mass-produce the the Pegasus-class the Pegasus cruiser, which was their white base, which was meant for mobile suit transport. Right. So they actually had to just kind of figure out, how do we do this? I don't know, like, how you do... You can cling to
0: the side like a garbage man. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, that's what the GMs had to do.
1: I like how they think about that, though. Like that's
0: yeah, that's honestly un- like I just thought that was a just a visual thing. I didn't even think about it until you explained that just now. That is ingenious.
1: Yeah, like because the thoroughbred is the only other pegasus. The thoroughbred and the Albion are the only other two Pegasus class uh, cruisers they made. Unless I'm wrong about that, I might be wrong about that.
0: Uh, if if we're wrong about a thing, uh, email us at uh, MetroPerspective at gmail dot com.
1: Uh, make the subject "Hey douchebag, you're wrong" and add a number. <laughs> <laughs> um, so after the Battle of Solomon. Uh, there's a battle outside of Solomon where Lala dies sadly to mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh and you know that starts the whole that actually ignites the rivalry between Char and Amuro. They just mm-hmm. fucking hate each other cuz you know Char was jet was actually in love with with Lala and Amuro kind of had like his first connection with an actual new type.
0: Yeah, Amuro finally got some emotional attachment to some to a woman who wasn't 10 years older than him at least. Yeah, yeah she was only 2 years older than him. She was 17. <laughs>
1: Uh, they never really explain it, um, in the origin they do, that Char actually found Lala in a brothel in India. Oh, wow. Where she was forced to work because, like, her family or whatever sold her there, and so, uh, That's rough, And buddy. then Char kind of was just, like, like, new type, and he was just like, we're taking
0: her. <laughs> yeah. Th- that, that one, no, chi- give me the child.
1: I don't know where they actually say that, I think it's in the original anime, maybe. At least it's implied. But, uh, yeah.
0: Well, I mean, Lala just says, like, you know, the, 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 it's the man who saved me.
1: Yeah, pretty much, in the movie. But, um...
0: But yeah, so, so like, what's... Because, like, you know, like, the backstory behind the Big Zam, right? Like, they like they wanted to mass-produce it.
1: They did, because the thing about Big Zam was the Big Zam was was less of... Well, this is where we gotta talk about mobile armor. Right. A mobile suit is a... Hu- Denounce that it's humanoid and relatively the same size as other mobile suits. So mm-hmm. mobile suits are all have the general same size. Mobile armors don't have to really follow a form. As long as yeah. it has a pilot and it can do shit... There's a lot less mobile armors in the movies. There was a lot more kind of like like monster of the like mobile armor of the weeks toward the end of the
0: series where it was right. like
1: oh no the Valvaro oh no the Zaccarello! that thing with like a scythe arms like, ah, <laughs>
0: I'm going to get you yeah. I'm going to get that Gundam and then the, the Gundam, Zaccarello. and then the Gundam would have like a wouldn't didn't have like different body like had a jet legs yeah yeah I could Like do different the, the attachments B <laughs> the B parts the parts
1: that's an extreme versus Maxi Boost and guess who's not Romborol
0: motherfucking Romborol <laughs> motherfucking Romborol I'm too good for this video game I'll be in my trailer. <laughs> So uh, this movie
1: definitely went cosmic. So after, th- after Lala's unfortunate death, we move on to the final battle of Abooku. Right. Where it's the big climatic battle and Amuro and Char fight on foot and have a relatively homoerotic fencing duel that lasts a couple minutes.
0: Yeah, like they, they, got, they got closer than, uh, than Hall and Oates on the cover of their H2O album. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. It, it, went
1: both, it got both gay and cosmic.
0: Yes. So the that, best kind, the best combination, in my opinion.
1: I love, I, that's my favorite thing about just anime in general, the shippers, is they'll just be like two characters would be like, You killed Lala, I'm gonna destroy your life! And like, and then like, and then like, then like some girl is just like,
0: S- slightly harder to do in Zeta because they just because uh, because Camille and his rival just spend the entire series killing everyone each other cares about, yeah,
1: pretty much <laughs> without even
0: knowing they're doing it. Yeah.
1: At, le- at least you like Char, Jared. You just Jared's such a fucking douche, <laughs> yeah,
0: fucking Jared, dude. but Will. We'll get to that. Someday. Jared's in a Jared's that's, infinite quest to become relevant. That's literally. That's. I think that's that's going to become the unofficial sub subtitle to this podcast. Metrospective quotes. We'll get to that eventually. <laughs> we'll
1: get to that in X. <laughs>
0: um, not as in Gundam X, as in the variable, which we will get to eventually, though. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so the so the the interworking. I I just really love this movie, mostly because it's. I love the space battles.
0: Oh yeah, no. because you know you got
1: the. Ships flying around, lasers going everywhere, missiles
0: like, flying left and right. Like the the just the just they're really on point with like you know just military jargon. Like I am not a war person. Yeah, I'm not either. like anytime anytime the History Channel was on, I was watching them talk about like UFOs and Nazis and UFOs Nazis making UFOs, which is yeah. what they turned into. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Like like I never watched all the actual history stuff, but I appreciated it. But now it's gone.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it, my my uncle always used to go like,
0: oh hey, look, it's the Hitler channel. Yeah, exactly. But um, it just reminded me who gets who gets name dropped in this movie. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Um, Degwin. Uh, I I don't know. I always assume people don't know people's names, so I always describe him. Degwin, the uh, the head sovereign Rick Ross, as you described. Oh yeah, because yeah, he's Rick big, Ross.
0: fat, fat with the glasses, just sitting back like. They call me Big Meech. <laughs> <laughs> but uh he um
1: uh he decides to well Garen pretty much is. he's just like yeah we're just gonna kill our own guys like whatever we'll eliminate the population problem like only the you know, yeah, you know basically the, Darwinism.
0: Uh, social Darwinism is he the elder zombie or is it the woman
1: uh, he is. He's the eldest brother. He's the eldest son. Yeah, he takes. At...
0: He t- he basically assumes the position of what Garma would have become. What yeah. everyone was hoping, Garma was their golden child, and now he's gone, and they're like, shit, we have to give the throne to this Cause psychopath. Because like, the thing is about
1: Garen is, Garen's fucking brilliant. Yeah. Garen just is, has no morals at all. Mm-hmm. And he, that's the thing about Garen.
0: Which is great, because morals are the opposite of war.
1: Yeah, So he's good much. at he's
0: good at that, so to, z- a, to a point.
1: So deguin is kind of like is like, he's just like, you ever heard of a man named Hitler? He's like, you remind me of him.
0: Oh, yeah, that one dude from the Middle Ages with the sweet stash. No, you're thinking of Charlie Chaplin, I think. And they just get, like, they, it's so ancient, they just get all their people mixed up. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah, Ah, yes, Hitler, the famous vaudeville actor. <laughs> I like how
1: they never um, date themselves in Gundam. Like, they never say, like, what year the Universal Century, but, like, what year, like, the last AD year was. They never right. really established that. I always just said it was 2100, like, mm-hmm. that's,
0: until, like, you could say this was 2179. It was tw- It was t- 20 double X.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was 19, it was... I remember, like, they said... It was, I remember, like, in Zeta, there's a newspaper with an AD date that says, like, 2085 or something like that, but, like... It, it was, who cares? Who cares? <laughs> but, um... 2085! Doc! We gotta get back! <laughs> so, um... This movie also... Uh, there's a slight name drop where he said that the Gundam got magnet coating. This was because the Gundam was originally supposed to be upgraded, but they decided against it. Ah. Uh, it was supposed to turn into the G3, which was just a, It was the Gundam with an all-white color scheme and with a little bit of purple.
0: Now, was... Was the concept of a mid seat, a mid series upgrade, like a thing back then, or was that a retcon later? Well,
1: it wasn't really
0: like was it was it in the works to give Amuro a new Gundam, and then someone was like, we well, can't give him a the new no- Gundam. Well,
1: there were I, as I said when we were watching the movie, but I didn't say on mic, so I'm gonna repeat myself. Okay, that's fine. There was three there was three drafts of what Gundam went through. The original draft was gonna have Amuro dying halfway through and Char joining the white base crew with a red Gundam.
0: Yeah, he and- he would paint the RX red, which would make it objectively faster.
1: And It would probably be upgraded somehow, some other way. But uh, aside from that, we never really get we, that never really went anywhere. There was a model of like the char- of like the co- it was like the co- I think it's called like the Gundam Cosmo type or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the second draft got adapted into three into a series of three novels, which actually got a shitty translation in America, but uh, uh, got retranslated recently.
0: Like officially or fan?
1: Officially. Oh, cool. Yeah, and it's, they're all in like one big omnibus. Neat it's there, three novels. They're pretty different, and never go. they never go to Earth, and Amuro is, is a little bit older. He's, like, 19, oh. and he's already, like, drafted into the military. The Gundam is entirely gunmetal gray, and, uh, um, um, <clears throat> shit, I keep coughing. I keep saying, um, Amuro also dies at the end, and he also had a sexual relationship with Sayla, whereas she gets pregnant with his child at the uh. end. They go into a lot more detail about what new types do, and how they are, because he wanted to focus more on that, on new types toward the second end of the series, but mm-hmm. you know, it's a kid. It, they wanted to sell model kit, not they not yet. They didn't want to sell model kits yet, but uh, they wanted it marketable. They want they wanted to be marketable in case they could, so they didn't. So they didn't let him kill Amuro, and he was like, okay, fine. So he he was sad. So the way he his original one hundred percent unadulterated vision was the novels, uh, and Amuro dies at the end because Char and a group of three new types in a reds all in red doms like destroy Amuro
0: in the final battle of that book. Cool. Well, uh, in the original concept, didn't you say that uh, a originally killed Amaro?
1: He might, he might have been the one to kill Amaro. Might have been Rambaral.
0: Yeah, because I just remember you telling me that once. I was like, "That's awesome!" Because the greatest.
1: I, once again, like a lot of this stuff is unsighted and just right. stuff I've heard, so that could just also be completely false. Just stuff, I, stuff I like to believe. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was uh that's that. So. New types are shown now. There, like new type shit, like that. When I just say new type shit, it's when I when I, when I talk about new type shit, what I mean is you know, kind of, kind of Amuro and Lala's kind of like five minute scene where they're kind of floating in space. When
0: shit gets like when. When Gundam shows you that it's definitely from the 1970s.
1: Yeah. Like, that Zeta does that a lot, Double Zeta does that a lot, so it starts counter-attack, so that just if,
0: if you see something where you could sync up Magic Carpet Ride to it perfectly, then you know you've got some new type shit going down. <laughs> Cool. I like to... doom.
1: You're even joking about the ending theme song of Megary Eye <laughs> of the third oh, yeah. movie.
0: Yeah, well that was more like 80s like power yeah. ballad. like like was... like prom slow like last song of the of the prom slow dance power ballad almost. Yes my sweet it's, yes, it's my ass. It's basically the gun of equivalent don't wanna close my I want to make like an AMB to that now with Gundam. Oh my God, do it! And I do it, don't do do want to a thing. <laughs> I'll be like the only. If like, I'll make us a YouTube channel, and that'll be the only thing that's on it. Oh my God. <laughs> so um, yeah, with that uh, oh well, there's another thing I want to bring up before we do get too far ahead of it. That um, this give that it's something like not a lot of people seem to have a problem with because it's never been addressed. But I've literally never liked. That they just don't do anything with Amro's father. Really, they yeah, they that, give him the yeah. they give him the space madness.
1: <laughs> yeah, oxygen oxygen deprivation syndrome.
0: Yeah, they give him the Ren and Simbi space madness. Uh, we both said the same thing just now. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and like he fall he falls down some stairs and then nothing.
1: Yeah, like we I there's, assume there's, that's just where he died.
0: Yeah, but it's like there's no blurb. There's no like there's no there's no extended universe follow up and like he's the dude that invented the Gundam he's the dude that created all of this Yeah, and they just leave him hanging like that's worse than Sayla in my opinion
1: yeah like Se- Sayla sadly gets shelved and makes a small cameo in Double Zeta. Uh, I'm not gonna spoil how but uh, it's right, right right, at the end like right smack at the last episode you get to see like okay I guess Sayla's in this for a second and she has like quattro sunglasses for a minute <laughs>
0: The new, new Quattro. New quattro.
1: Uh, so after that, um, what happens is that, uh, yeah, I totally forgot what I was saying.
0: <laughs> oh, um... we were just—I think we were getting towards the like the end of the like because we were talking about all the battles.
1: Yeah. So. Um, after that, you know, there's the tearful scene, it turns out the kids are new types, and they're kind yeah. of, like, interfacing with Amuro, and he gets yeah, out. Amro Amuro and...
0: sort of, like, sends out a new type distress beacon to everybody. And even Bright picks
1: it up, which, I always thought, like, that's kind of, because that happens a lot, that happens in Charles Counterattack as well. Which makes you always think that, you know, Bright might be, like, just a little bit, like, almost. Just a little new type. Like I love that pit that uh, there's a there's an image set on Tumblr. It was like it was like a bright Noah's guide to dealing with new types. He's just like, and it just ended with like bright sitting in a chair
0: in a scene from Double Zero. He's just like, it's like I don't know, man, new types. <laughs> fucking these stupid fucking kids and their rap music and their fucking pa- psychic powers. Meanwhile, he's only like a couple years older than them. yeah, he's like
1: four or five years older than Amuro. <laughs>
0: Well, in Double Zeta, he, that's, he, that's, like... Well,
1: Zeta is, like, eight years later, so, oh, okay. like... so he's he's a man now. Yeah, he's, like, 28 Zeta. And he's just two... Like, he has two kids. He's married to kids. I'm too old for this shit. So, um, if anyone just wants to watch the movies, I guess I can... Uh, and people are, like... Hayato ends up with Frau as they kind of... Hinted
0: on a little bit. Yeah, they had that like that that moment before. I yeah, remember, like Amro sort of like gives his whole like, "Hey, I'm the anime protagonist and you're the girl character." Okay, bye. And then like this, he swooses right in. It's like, "Hey, what's up?" And Amro's just like, "Oh fuck."
1: Yeah, Hayato <laughs> had that moment of de- of character development after he was wounded and all. Yeah, that. Yeah, like
0: they had that they had that nurse patient moment. Yeah, and it was sweet. That was really cute.
1: Yeah, and so and so uh, Fra- Hayato uh, becomes a main character in Zeta during the Earth arc of Zeta, and is also a minor character in Double Zeta. Cool. But uh, Kotz, Kika, and Let's. Uh, are adopted by them. If you don't know which kid is which, I can...
0: Kika's the girl. It it, it literally doesn't matter because they never leave each other's side. They are like... They are the Huey, Dewey, and Louie of Gundam.
1: Let's is the small brown one and Kotz right. is the tall one. Right. Yeah. Mostly the only one you really need to care about is Kotz because he comes it's... back in Zeta. Right. I have immediately mealy forgotten which one's which. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Gundam was
0: more on model this time, though. Yeah, well... I this... think it might because this movie was mostly new animation. Anyway, yeah, yeah. It was very clear. I just, like... I'm just wondering... Just because there was so much... Also, the, there was a lot of quick cuts, like, a lot of one-second scenes of mostly carnage. Yeah. So I'm just wondering, like, how much of that... Like, that's the only reason I want to go back and watch the series, is... Well, one, for all the hilarious... Yes, m- like, Super Robot shit, a, and... Robot. Double yeah, fucking... And then, but also, just to see the difference in the final battles. Because you said, like, one, the final battle was sort of super rushed in, like, the last few yeah, episodes. Yeah, the
1: pacing, like, the... The pacing was pretty much just like the, the battle of like of Solomon and Alba. Okay, like, let me look at an episode list. Give me one second.
0: Yeah, because um, while he's doing that, just because like, also there was there was a lot of like just straight up carnage, not just with you know mobile suit pieces, but just like with just bodies floating dead in space, and then like, oh. freaking what's her face just getting her head clean off, like, yeah, blo- on camera, Cassilia, Cassilia, I saw her body leave her head. So. The Battle of
1: Albaquín lasted two episodes, which was the space fortress. So, space fortress Abo-Aku in the Last episode is called Escape. Um, Lala's Dilemma is episode forty. So, I think Lala's death was in episode forty or forty-one. So, like that was rushed. Like Big Zam's Last Stand is episode thirty-six. Huh. So, like that's such a
0: great title.
1: Like, I'm sure. Let's see if I had to gauge the movies. Cause I we're, like
0: how it's called Big Zam's Last Stand. Also, his first. So,
1: uh. let's. Um, let me try to see. Um. I'm trying to I'm trying to piece together like which episodes the each movie covered. Mm-hmm. So let's see, we got Gundam Rising is episode episode one. So uh I'd say Episodes one through twelve are probably the first episode. 'Cause the last 'cause Garma's Fate is episode twelve and the threat of Zeon is episode.
0: Right. So that's yeah. the first movie.
1: That's the first movie. Epis- movie two would be episodes thirteen to twenty nine probably.
0: Right.
1: So and then the last movie would be like episode thirty to to forty three. So uh, we, we finally learn who Char and I and, and Selah are, and she finally spills her guts to Bright, who's surprisingly okay with it.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, uh, I, I, there's so much shit going on, he's just done with Like, sure, I'll buy it, okay. Like, he's just like, he- I
1: love how she's like, do you want to leave the ship? And, like, they're, like, knee-deep in Zion territory, like, they're, like, five minutes from Aboku, and she's like, nah, I- I don't think I can't- where would I go? <laughs> yeah. Here, let me just float all the way back to side six.
0: <laughs> Jesus.
1: <laughs> so yeah, uh, they are the children of Zion Zum Daikun.
0: Yes, and he is—he was uh... Sp- Space Gandhi. Yeah, he was Space Gandhi. Like he's who Zion is named after. Yeah,
1: his Degwin, the Rick Ross we were talking about, he was a uh, Soto Degwin Zabi was his like right hand man. He had two right hand men according to origin, Jim Baral, Baral's father, mm-hmm. and Degwin Zabi. Degwin Zabi kind of you know kind of hamlets him, right? And uh,
0: that that means poisons him. <laughs>
1: Uh, and, uh, he Hamlet's... For, for you
0: for you non-English-lit non non-English lit plebeians out there. For those who didn't read Hamlet in high school, or those who didn't pay attention to Hamlet in high school.
1: So anyway, he kills Dagwin. He kills Zeon And, uh, essentially points the finger at the Federation saying, they killed our glorious, peaceful leader, so... Yeah,
0: because that's the thing. Like, Xion started out as a peace movement. He wanted to, like, he wanted to just be a sovereign state without having to, to drop a colony to do it. Yeah, pretty much. And but, then Zabi, well well... What was his motives? Did he just legitimately believe, like, we'll never get anywhere like this? Yeah, pretty much.
1: Like, he never, he believed that, like, peace will get us nowhere, we have to make a point. And, he, yeah. you know, and he thought the only way to really do that would be to, you know. Yeah. And then his his children, you know, Garma was the youngest, so he had the most faith. He, apparently, Gar- Garma was also a parent, not apparently, but, like, obviously his favorite. Right. He loved Garma, uh, like, the most, pretty much. And, Cassilia uh, seems to be kind of, she's the most bitter out of all of them. She seems mm-hmm. to probably be, like, the, the forgotten child. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but she, she seemed, and, uh, Girin is always kind of in the brains of the group, but no one really liked him. Sasro we'll talk about in the next episode. Ooh. And, uh, cause he didn't show up in the movies. He didn't make it to the movies. Whoops. And, uh, and Dazzle was always kind of the kind-hearted one, even though he was big and scary, but he's, uh... He's a teddy bear. He, he obviously cared about his family. Like, this, like, let, I think we're done talking about movie three, we're gonna talk about the trilogy as a whole at this point. Oh yeah, sure. Well, let's do pause. Let's before we wrap up. Let's wrap up movie three. Uh, pause was a movie three. Um, fantastic new animation. Yeah. Glorious battle. Shit gets cosmic, and like it's just you get you get some. It's a good third act. It's a great third act to a great mm. anime, and it's probably the best out of the three movies in terms of pacing and everything. At least I think so. Negatives: they could have cut two subplots. Which subplots? They could have cut no one subplot probably. They could have cut the entire. I think they could have just cut Cameron's entire subplot and like the whole like. Maybe keep Cameron in, but like the whole sl- her having a thing for Slager, kind of thing they could have cut.
0: Hmm, yeah. Or maybe
1: trade out for just getting Slager developed more? Well, that,
0: that wasn't even so much a subplot; it was literally one scene.
1: Yeah. Um, and I, I, yeah, that's that's pretty much all I got to say. I negatives, pretty much that. That's it.
0: Uh, yeah, like the negatives, because like the the positives, yeah, it's just an all around fantastic movie. I, uh, the, like I can't I can't really think of a, a lot of obvious. Like yes. negatives, it's just a really solid finale. It just got it's got everything you want, everything you need. Uh, it's... It has a
1: crazy body count. Yeah, 0079 started. Was made by Killem You know.
0: Yep. Kill it was the all second
1: Kill em All series after Zambot Three,
0: which I guess we'll do
1: maybe. Zamb- I've always wanted to watch Zambot Three. I wonder if the subs are any good though. It might not be well subbed. Hmm. Because that's a lot. Of, that's a problem with some of these like old seventies mecha shows is that they were subbed but badly.
0: I guess we'll just have to learn learn Nippon. Maybe. <laughs> um, I've taken
1: three Japanese classes at a, at a community college. I am certified.
0: Uh, I listened to two hours worth of audio tapes. I know how to. I ask. have! I bought <laughs> Rosetta Stone and used it for like 30 minutes. I'm good. That is such a waste of money. Rosetta Stone is so overpriced. Good lord, man. Whew. apparently it don't even work that
1: well. Yeah, probably not. Apparently not. Apparently everyone was, like, super into them for, like, right when they came out, then like, it was like...
0: Oh, yeah. Like, they had their own, like, giant mall kiosk of just, like, a whole a whole cart in the middle of the mall of, like, yellow boxes of uh, every language under the fucking sun. Hey, here's $300. Teach me Esperanto.
1: Um, so anyway, uh, the, the entire series as a whole... Gundam is very ahead of its time.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. If
1: it's been ten days since I did my intro, I'm probably gonna re- fucking repeat myself. So, well, bear with this me. This is
0: this is the conclusion where we yeah. restate our thesis.
1: Yeah. So, Gundam was very ahead of its time. Uh, 0079, mm-hmm. or Mobile Suit Gundam, or that one I saw on Tsunami that wasn't Gundam Wing. Yeah. <laughs> or G.
0: <laughs> I turned it off. It was it was midnight run. I had school in the morning.
1: It was old. It looked old. I wanted my I wanted my my shining fingers back. Yes. And my, <laughs> but um, it was very ahead of its time. And Tomino did I think did a great job of illustrating that like we care about about even the villains like dozzle when we saw that he had a wife and child he he cares about his soldiers he cares about
0: yeah his... like the the real villain of this the real villains of the series are those in power who who have Gar like
1: Gary' the only character I can think is certifiably
0: evil yes and yeah he literally wanted to round up people and put them in camps yeah uh like and 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 then like just just war itself just man's yeah. need to 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 war over over horse shit
1: yeah exactly and like it shows man's how fear,
0: you yeah. know
1: it shows how like there's prejudices from earth point of view they see space noids as second class citizens but the space noise also see themselves as superior to earthlings
0: yeah even though they're exactly the same biologically and then like neither one can back down cuz they're too afraid of retaliation from the other exactly
1: like, even, like, that that's, we, I guess we didn't talk about Garen killing his father, but Garen, like, at the end, like, they could, like, Degwin, at this point, like, even regretted his actions of killing Zeon. He realized he was wrong. And I think he thought, realized he was wrong ever since Garma died. Probably. So he, like, decide so he was gonna, like, shuttle out in his ship that he named after himself the Great Degwin. And uh, he flew out there, and then what did his son do? Evaporate him with a laser cannon?
0: Just, oh, that laser cannon scene was brutal. Like, how many, like, h- like hundreds?
1: Yeah, like, it, they lost like 50 Federation, like, ships. General Rebel ate it there. Good lord. That
0: was ridiculous.
1: And Garin just did, and Garin was like, yeah, that's the thing I just did. And
0: is like... And so Castile just fucking shoots him. Jesus. He just shoots him straight up in the head in the middle of everybody, and his body just floats around. It's a window, bounces off. <laughs> and everybody's basically like... I'm not fucking saying nothing. Yes. Dude, he died. Okay. He died in glorious battle. Uh, yeah, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God that crazy asshole's dead. Yeah, that's that's why. That's
1: why if I were like elect a Zeon leader, I'd say Char.
0: <laughs> right. It, um... Or
1: Haman. At least Haman has you know, Haman. Yeah. <laughs> Haman sama. <laughs> Step Jesus. on me a little. <laughs> Whew. Anyway, so that was uh, that was Double O Seventy Nine. Whether you watch the series or watch the movies, mostly we, were, we mostly covered just the movies.
0: Yeah. Well, just because like I feel like. Because I absolutely don't have a problem with like older limited television animation, but I totally understand that it's a problem for some people.
1: That's that's why usually why I suggest people to watch the movies. Like yeah. I, as I said, because my, like, uh,
0: yeah. Even if it's still too old for you, it's three movies. It's yeah. not a it's, fifty it's, episode or it's, it's, it's not a 43, 43 episode. episode anime. Yeah.
1: And like I will admit, like there is a lot of really there's some dumb shit in the anime. Like yeah. There's some dumb shit like the Zaccarello. Just Google the Zaccarello.
0: <laughs> it sounds like a weird Cadbury chocolate. Yeah. Can, that you can only get in Europe. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's the Zaccarello. Yeah, like, we never saw any super ridiculous-looking mobile armors, but there or, were some. Uh,
0: or the Karate Zaku.
1: Or the Karate Zaku. That is episode four, 15, uh, Kukuro's Done's Island. <laughs> and, like, the, the image for, the thumbnail for it is, uh... Sounds like, a one,
0: the, ah, yeah, the, this sounds like a One Piece arc. Ah, yes, the 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 Kukuru's Doan Island arc.
1: <laughs> and apparently it's apparently it's about a Zaku, that a guy who uses mar- Zaku martial arts.
0: I love it. Like, he invented a martial art for mobile suits. Yeah. Good lord, I love it. See, that's that shit I like, because I'm also into super robots. I'm, I am too. But it's weird with Gundam. Because so, Gundam's the one... Gundam's, like, my reverse guilty pleasure, where every other thing I like is a guilty pleasure, but Gundam's the one thing that's legitimate that I like.
1: Well, like the thing about Gundam is like I take like Gundam, I take as seriously as people take Star Trek. Like it's like Gundam is like yeah. they're like oh, but it has robots, so it's, it's it has giant robots, so immediately it's dumb and it's, like really not. Like the Gundam itself is just like is is the extent, is essentially the extent of like an Iron Man suit. Yeah. Essentially, the Zaku's are just tanks. Like you, I can definitely see a lot of parallels between World War One and World War Two that they definitely made. Like Char the Red, Char's Red Comet is obviously an allusion to the Red Baron. Right. But I can see more like I can see more allusions to like World War One. In terms of just like when it, the English had tanks, how do you think the, the Germans could not do shit? They
0: shit themselves, yeah. Because World War One was the first technological warfare, yeah, and it sort of showed like that was the, that was the first horrifying war, yeah. basically, uh, just like because World t- War That was
1: okay, men, we're gonna twirl on mustaches was, and stand in a line. Yeah, it was. F- it was,
0: fire, it was they'll take their turn. They'll take our turn. It was basically a yeah, old like warfare. Pre World War One warfare was stratego, yeah, and so it was a lot more you know strategy and like the glory of battle. It was man to man, face to face. Yeah. Like maybe you had some muskets that took you ten minutes to load, but and they were horribly inaccurate, but yeah. then but then World War one, it was like, oh hey, here's this thing that can just wipe out hundreds of people without even thinking about it. It was the first time human life became meaningless, yeah. in terms of fragility. It was just yeah. like a human life is nothing. you can, totally. you can kill someone horrendously easily,
1: yeah it 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 becomes just the the easiest thing the
0: only good thing to come out of World War 1 was the amazingly written crushed jaded literature of the shell-shocked people yeah. that came back from it
1: uh to name a few or to name one uh all quiet in the
0: western front one of my favorite books mhm and i think um was it World War 1 or World War 2 the tolkien was in World War II, I think. I know JD okay. Salinger fought World War II. Because the thing is he had the Tolkien had the same I'm not sure which war it was, but he had the same opinion. He just sort of went a more optimistic route with it where it was like, you know, we can overcome the like all this all this like atrocity of technology. That's why, you know, like like Mordor was very industrialized. It's not a direct parallel. I hate when people make direct parallels to things that are clearly supposed to be a broad thing that you can take whatever you want out of. But it's like, everyone's always like, Saruman Sor- is clearly Hitler, and blah, blah, blah. And like, no. Shut up.
1: Uh, the only thing <laughs> that I can think of is a pretty, like, not real, uh, the only thing is the Amer- is the Eagles. That's the only thing that I, <laughs> that's the only, that's the only thing I can make a, like, I was like, the Eagles are just
0: America. <laughs> <laughs> At least God. in world. They, they showed up when they, they showed up after the fact, and just yeah, sort of well, like, why weren't you, why didn't you come sooner? You can't just ask the Eagles to do a favor for you. <laughs> that's their excuse, because like the Eagles are like the Eagles didn't want to get involved, but then like yeah, Gandalf owed was... them a favor. Yeah, that and was. And they fucked. They fucked too much, and the Eagles had a stake in it now.
1: Yeah, that was. uh...
0: <laughs> Actually, that's... The, the Eagles are America. <laughs> okay. Any if if anybody's taking a Tolkien class and you need a thesis, holler at your boy. You can. <laughs> add, there's a freebie for you.
1: <laughs> um. So anyway, Gundam. <laughs> uh, so this series, is this the second time, yes, Lord
0: of the Rings has derailed our <laughs> I Gundam podcast. Think so <laughs> okay,
1: um, our podcast is we're very formless, but I don't care. This is more yeah. fun. So the thing about Gundam is that this exploded into a big franchise a little after the fact, and it's double. In the 1979 run, they were going to have 55 episodes, and Dago was actually going to survive. Ooh, he was going to survive, but they instead got they said we got canceled and negotiated like five more episodes. Oh wow! So they got 43. So then the gunpla oh. happened. Which he started re-releasing the original, like, Gunpla molds. Yeah. Yeah, you saw those? Yeah. They're, they're awesome. I love them. And so, they, um, they're like five bucks. They're cheap as shit. Probably because they're, they're old and shitty. <laughs> but, uh, so that kind of ignited the spark. Uh, And then, you know, you got the movies in 81 and 82.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You got Zeta in 85, and then Double Zeta in 86 and 87. 88 was Charge Counter Attack, and then 1990, 89 and 90 was War in the Pocket, the first OVA. Uh, after that was F 91, which Tomino was depressed by, and then Victory was victor- Victory. he forced Tomino to retire. Uh. Uh, we'll, well, when we get to Victory, I'll definitely go into more detail about that. But at that point, Sunrise, the company, the anime company, and Bandai, the model company, kind of merge into one in, one in, industry. Uh... And where Tomino never really had to take orders from Bandai to like for marketing stuff, he then had to because they were literally the same people as his boss. So they had to say like stuff like, "Okay, I want the Victory Gundam in the first episode." So, but the Victory Gundam itself. Was kind of a combiner. Combined from like, like kind of like this one. Mm-hmm. They used the core block system, so they didn't want to show the full victory gun until the fourth episode. So yeah. instead, they aired the first, the fourth episode first. Wow! And then so it was. They aired it like this: four, one, two, three, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten.
0: Did they even like do like a flashback? Yeah, they thing? they
1: added like they added like a thing where it was like... okay.
0: Good. I because, thought like, they legit it, just aired it out of order.
1: Well, because like at the end of, of the of the of the first episode, Shock T, uh, the 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 Frau of that show, kind of turns her hands like, I wonder how we got to this point, <sighs> and then that then. Good lord. That's literally what they did. <laughs> and so then, like, stuff like that happened, so Tomino literally, apparently tried to sabotage the show. Amazing. Like, he would just do shit that was just stupid, so that people would hate it, but people still liked it. And he was like, what the fuck, guys? Like, I'm trying to sabotage my own show. Uh,
0: <laughs> poor Tomino. I can't believe—I I can't believe he keeps coming back. Like, when, when Reconquista and G, G was announced, I was like, Tomino, what? Like, I'm happy, but I'm confused. Um. Yeah. So Tomino
1: um is very about his, fluctuate about it. Fluctuate about it. I retirement. mean, like
0: I under. I can understand that. I. I honestly like now that I actually think about it, I'd probably be the same way if I had such a. Cause like it's his. It's his baby. Yeah. So I'm sure. It's just like he's just con- probably constantly grappling with the fact that like it's become something so much more huge than me that I can no longer control, and therefore on that level I can't stand this. But at the same time. Like I got this super cool idea, you guys. Yeah. Like, so anyway,
1: <laughs> the, most Gundam material takes canon from the movies instead of the uh, instead of the series. Mm-hmm. So which is why I usually also say that because I tell them to watch other things. Like uh, Charles Deleted Affair takes uh, a good manga that I think has been fully translated. I read it. I read it up to a point and then and then read a summary when it, from what I couldn't find translated. Right. The first page of it is him shooting Casilia, killing her, and then him is like, "Where the fuck am I going go now?" <laughs> Or meets up with McIuvie, and then he dies. He dies literally, I think, on, like, the 12th page of that manga. Wow. <laughs> and uh, a lot of also... A, lot, uh, a couple other Xeon commanders from other stuff uh, reportedly killed themselves, like, after the Garen's aborted death. Good lord. Like, just because they just, like, they lost their glorious leader, their messiah. And so they just kind of felt like, the, I, I'd rather, you know, do this than grovel to the Federation.
0: Zig-fucking-Xeon. <laughs>
1: but, uh, so yeah, that's what I mean. And Gundam has a pretty established, like, easy-to-follow canon, I'd I'd say. Yeah. Like...
0: Because any time they want to go crazy with something, they'll just make an AU.
1: Pretty much. Like, because, like, any series... For example, like, this is what I liked, because the first AU was Mobile Fighter G Gundam, Mm -hmm. which was essentially just Gundam Street Fighter. Then there was New Mobile Report Gundam Wing. And then there was um, After War Gundam X. They all didn't say Mobile Suit, but then Seed had to go and fucking punch that in the dick and be like, we're Mobile Suit Gundam Seed! Yeah! Seed is in the sperm we're
0: spraying over this franchise. (laughs) Good lord, just jizzing all over it. But, uh, well, um... When, didn't, didn't, uh, didn't Wings localization put the mobile suit name on yeah, it? Yeah, they
1: did, but I still think new mobile report Gundam Wing sounds better. That does, it's, it's, it sounds cool. New mobile
0: report, what the fuck is it? I don't know, I don't care.
1: Imagine Hero as like oh. a news anchor. Welcome f- to the new mobile report. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm Hero Yui, just shoots a co-host. And now here's, and now here's Duo Maxwell with sports. <laughs> <laughs> no, he'd be the fucking, he'd be the kooky weatherman. And then, uh, to fucking... Movie would be sports. Ket- Ketra would be, like, Ketra would be, like, the one cute story in the middle of a, in the middle of depressing news. Like, like here's Ketra with how a puppy found his way home. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, we should do an episode on Wing. <laughs> oh,
0: we'll get to it.
1: So, uh, let's... I think it's about time we should wrap up. So
0: our, our so our next episode is uh, going to be the first... First
1: episode of Gundam The Origin, which I have right here, and we can... It's really, it's actually only, like, 50 minutes long. Yeah buying that
0: out yeah it just it just that that is what spawned this whole podcast yeah. when you you said that dropped now i'm just like, realizing
1: i don't think we can talk about two hours talk about origin for two
0: hours well no every episode will not be yeah. two hours this is yeah. a special premiere
1: yeah um i can see us talking about like long it depends on the length of shows you could probably like, smash two things we'll talk about that later i mean we, we might be able to split this into two yeah. parts Maybe if, we'll you, wa- if you want to we'll uh but that's that's Mobile Suit Gundam, and uh, let's let's have closing statements. Uh, positives of the of the entire positives and negatives of the of the trilogy in general. Uh, Ahead of its time. Yeah. Just very realistic war story. Uh, great action. Lovable characters.
0: Yeah. It. And the, honestly, the the thing I love about the Gundam franchise is for how different everything is. It's rare that it's rare that you get a franchise that's been around for so many decades and. Honestly, overall, like, objectively, there's very few standout bad things. Seed. <laughs> yeah, like, that's really the, like, and even some people like the first seed, but really see Destiny.
1: See, Destiny is just just a train wreck. Just the it worst. It was a developmental train wreck as well. But But yeah. uh, we'll get to that when we get to Seed. I don't want to ever <laughs> like, have
0: to say that. Let's just. Do you want to just do Seed and See Destiny in one fell swoop so we can get out of it and we don't have to dedicate?
1: That means like we'll just both we'll take a week off of work, sit up here like with <laughs>
0: enough food and just like just like weep,
1: just like just, <laughs> just just get a ton of booze and just drink. Like we won't even remember the last
0: act of Destiny. Yeah. Like we'll wake up, we'll wake up and there will be like a six-hour recording and most of it will there's a like, there's like a bloody hand. Print on the computer screen, <laughs> and then like we can ne- we can never release this. It's like the fucking ne- it's like it's like the recording of the Necronomicon. Like you can't listen to this; it'll wake demons.
1: <laughs> uh, the last positive I was gonna say is um just it, it started a genre, it started a subgenre, which is the real robot. Um negatives, its age, I'd say. Um the condensation of the movies, but I guess. not
0: Gundam Age, no- which we'll get to.
1: I've ever seen Age. Me neither. Have seen age? As of this recording, I have not seen age. Hmm. As of this recording, in this year of Our Lord 313, 20, 2015.
0: Yes, Our Lord our Lord God Karkat our,
1: our Lord <laughs> Our Lord God Yoshiki Tomino. In negatives, I can only think of really its age. Mm-hmm. It's um, probably the pacing of the second movie or the second act of the series. I would say the pacing
0: of the first movie, the, honestly.
1: pacing of the first movie?
0: Yeah, because don't you like don't you remember? Because yeah, we cause we, dragged, it, we, we, we expected the second movie to drag. The first, like the second movie was great. The first movie, dragged. That was like a that was like an hour too long. Yeah, th- twenty minutes too long. I feel like yeah. they shaved off it a good. Felt like they an could hour. shave.
1: We, they could shave off some stuff. That was yeah. me like making like a, like a file
0: furiously <laughs> vibed like jerking off a little a little chode. <laughs> oh my god.
1: <laughs> um, Amaro is a great protagonist. He's the he's the first to add to our our hall our, our robot hall of fame.
0: Yes, our robot hall. of uh, I was trying to make a pun, but I didn't know where to go with it. Does our, our very first crybaby pilot?
1: Yeah, um, he started the reluctant pilot, uh, yes. which I, I'll give him an honorary plaque. A uh, first real robot pilot. Yeah, he's a, a, tro- he's a trope starter.
0: Yeah, a, a, a lifetime achievement award in, in crying.
1: Uh, what are your closing remarks on Gundam?
0: I feel like, well, since since you mentioned like Amuro being the very first pilot, I feel like because he's the first in a long franchise, where like these days people got into Gundam without seeing that one first like or usually, at all.
1: Most people would either Wing or G are the ones they yeah, default to. At least right? in if the they're, West. if they're in the West, yes. But like,
0: but like even you know even even in you know glorious nippon, even in Japan, like you know these days kids are growing up with different Gundams, so like they don't even they don't even know about Amuro, and I feel like you know that's a disservice because one. He's 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 a good character. He's got a great he's got a great character arc, which even continues into Zeta
1: and Charge Counterattack. Yeah,
0: and tries to, to finish it off like mm-hmm. like a whole trilogy of thing. Yeah, you know, and and then two, he's fucking cute. <laughs> he's adorable. I love like he's got a good design. He's he's a cute he's a cute little pilot baby. I love him.
1: He's on his or looking origins on the cover of book two. It's right over there. It's book five. Book two, that one. Oop.
0: That's purple. Right that <laughs> fucking live live action. Oh god. Well I, that's He's slightly more realistic. It's creeping me out. He's well
1: that's just the cover art, but uh you can flip at it. At least right. they
0: kept at least the you know, there's a yeah. the production note, make sure he has a like that's a that's a baby face. They tried to make him he just sort of looks like a creepy baby.
1: Well yeah, see like the uh, there's Matilda. Matilda san <laughs> Matilda San Oh
0: god, there's oh god clamp on Oh god, get it away. <laughs> uh, I guess we'll be talking about Codis at some point.
1: Code Geass? I like Code Geass. Well like the thing is here's the thing, I don't know my opinion on Code is because I watched Code Geass when I was like 15 and mm. I liked it then so I still have positive opinion on Code Geass. Yeah. So I'm not quite sure where I stand at the moment.
0: <laughs> well, we'll 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 figure out where we stand on it someday. For for right now, uh we're going to watch Origin. We're going to watch Origin and get back to you and then I'll figure out how to cut this monster. Uh, I'm sure
1: you can edit this. There's a lot of times of us just going, um, oh, and uh, and it's kind of sputtering and stuttering.
0: I guess, but I also don't want to, like, unless there's dead air, I'm probably just going to keep it, because I don't, I'm not going to spend, like, eight hours cutting this thing. I'm like, like Nikki does. Yeah, yeah, this is supposed to be a fun side thing. And, um, so yeah, until until next time, uh, I'm Tooch. I'm Devin. And uh this has been our Mectrospective. We love robots. We love ro- we love robots. We love giant robots. We'll figure out a, we'll figure out a closing off eventually. I think we should like trail into like
1: yes my sweet. Yeah.
0: Yes, my <laughs> yeah. yes. I
1: want to get back, where, get back you where you
0: are. You <laughs>